This is a conversation with Demetrius Harmon, a Viner, YouTuber, mental health advocate, and all-around fantastic person. This was an amazing conversation. I hadn't talked to Misha in a while, and we really got into his whole story. Growing up in Detroit, gaining 4 million followers on Vine in high school, moving to LA, leaving LA, his You Matter clothing brand, therapy, and everything in between. We also referenced the basketball player Tony Snell several times. Here's Demetrius Harmon. Yeah, I can't see anything. I got I got LASIK. I got LASIK, and Yara and her mom made fun of me because I used I got LASIK with a Groupon. Like I was like, yo, I'm I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> this is this this is an amazing deal. Like I was like thinking about it, but I was like, I don't think that like Groupon is gonna let like some sort of unlicensed doctor on their platform. Like I'm, like I'm I'm gonna roll the dice with these LASIK. I'm gonna let somebody put a laser into my eye at a massive discount. Yeah, I'm not taking. I'm not taking that risk. I can't do it. I understand. Well, I get it. Well, you're supposed to wait until you're 25, which I didn't realize you were 24, at least according to Google. Which, like, I, like you've accomplished so much in a very short amount of time. Um, according to Google, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you never know. You see, you people, you Google people's net worth, and it's like, okay, I know this dude's worth more than that, or I know this dude's worth less than that. Um, yeah, they be saying. I think, oh, 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 Google, I'm worth like. 500 million or something like that. Something nuts. <laughs> and it's been like that since I was like 14. I'm like, all right, well. Okay, I want to get into So like, all right, the way I think about this podcast is like, there's going to be somebody out there right now who's like, yo, like maybe they came across your page on Vine or Instagram or something. Like, yo, I want to do like, I want to do what Mish does. That's dope. Like what he does is dope. Like I want to do what he does. And so I want you to like kind of walk us through like how you got there. And then, you know, that's like the first half sort of. And then we could just talk about whatever after like, you know, live dating, funny stories. But um, yeah, like I, I'm like, I, I thought those were personality glasses for a second. I was about to be like, oh, like these are, but those are real, real glasses. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually you. have a pet peeve where people like wear glasses and they don't like actually need them. Cause I've been wearing glasses since I was like third grade. See, I've been wearing glasses for a long time. So I remember like, I think it came about because I was just, like really bad at basketball. <laughs> like I couldn't shoot, and I think the dude to the YMCA I was like, "Yo, I think, like, like I think he was making fun of me. Like, yo, you can't see." And I was like, nah. "Oh, he, like, yo, you really can't see." Like, it was like really. But then the LASIK thing happened because like I went on a trip once. I think like I was in Boston or something. Like I had for, I had two pairs of glasses. I had like maybe one of them had maybe broke, and then like I forgot my my um contacts. Like first of all, at one point I was wearing the ones you wear for two weeks. Now I switched to the dailies and the dailies like I was like, oh wow, like this is amazing. Like this my, my face I can't like, do this dailies. doesn't I had to do the like the two weeks were just like my eyes were just like blood red. Like I can't even imagine putting something in your, in your eyes for two weeks. Not that I look like thinking about that. That's that's 14 calendar days. That's like that's like two NFL games. That's a lot. Like two weeks is a lot. I get it. I'm understanding why why you why it's it's reasonable. But when I tried to go to dailies. Cause I don't, I I didn't learn how to take my contacts up by like sliding them over to the corner and grabbing them. I literally just go in my eye and like grab them. But like okay. weekly, weekly, and I think monthly. Uh, uh, they make monthlies. I either have two weeks or monthly. One, I think I have two weeks though. Yeah. Um, I haven't updated my contacts in like a year though. I, I've been free balling it. Okay, first but, uh, <laughs> free ball. I thought like they lie to you because I feel like they used to say that like if you wear them like a lot, like your eyesight will get better. But that that never happened. Like my, my I stayed yeah, no. at minus three. I stayed at minus three, minus two point seven five. What am I? Always. I think I'm a, I think I'm a minus four point two five. Okay, because see, okay, I respect that because sometimes I meet somebody who's like a minus like one point two five. I'm like, bro, you don't, don't you can't really claim. That you can't see, like that, like it's like it's like I'm banging blindness, and it's like yo, you're you're over here false claiming blindness, like 
You're a minus yeah, one point two five. Like, like if I if, if I don't have my glasses on right now, I, you know, like underneath our our photos where it say our names. Yeah, I can't read neither one of our names. Yeah. By the way, see, I didn't get them to, to sponsor me at some point. Zencaster, just amazing app. Um, better than Riverside. Um, but you know, for podcasting. But yeah, like dog, when I got LASIK, I was just driving around, just reading stuff. Like I was just like be driving down the street in Beverly Hills, like, like I'll be like Robertson. Like I felt like, like I, I, I say this as a joke, but I really mean it. I've the like the best money I've ever spent in my life was on LASIK. Like I've, I've you know, I've spent money on flights. I spent money on like, gr- you know, girls. Like as far as like you know, entertaining, dating, whatever. I spent money on, you know, shoes. Like LASIK is the best money I ever spent in my life. Like it. it Although I did something called PRK, which is like, so if you do LASIK, it's like you can see right away. This thing called PRK, it's like the same thing, but it's a little bit different. And like, it like the way it's different. Yeah, 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 basically like, so I think LASIK, they like cut a hole in your, like they they like shave off. It's something, it's something has something to do with, with PRK. They like remove a whole layer of something versus LASIK, it they just cut it. Good. Yeah, I, first of all, I, I remember thinking that like, I, I my biggest fear with LASIK was that like, if they're like in LA, it was like, well, if there's an earthquake during it, like I'm, I'm just screwed. Like it's such a stupid like it's such a stupid fear, but I was like, you know, but then I was like, um, but yeah, PRK, like it takes like a week for you to actually be able to see. And they give you like these dark, like these like kind of uh Ray, uh Ray, I'm about to say Ray Allen, Ray Charles glasses. And you can't really oh, so you to, can't to, see to like none of the light getting to you. Yeah, the light, yeah, exactly. And like I remember it took me like a week, and I remember being like, yo, what if I just like what if Yara and her mom? Well, I don't know if they knew they, I got the group on them, but I was like, what, what what if what if it just didn't take? Like, what if I just got janky LASIK? <laughs> like, what what if I just got like <laughs> bootleg LASIK <laughs> like but but when it took I was like just I was just reading everything I was just like oh my like I, even now like it's been like they say it kind of starts to fade after five years and like last summer like it felt like the fade kind of came slowly and all at once and so it, it did like I did get that fade but like you know I um like I still can see so much better than before and anyway, I'm over here shilling LASIK but let's so you're like you grew up in Detroit you blew up on Vine Vine is like I feel like Vine was TikTok before TikTok because my first like Vine crazy everything before everything. That's real. That's gonna when, when Elon brings it back, he's gonna use that that catchphrase. You gonna get like a. a cool I don't even. Thing. The thing is, like, I don't even like. I want to say like in the last year of Vine, I didn't even really make vines anymore. I was already like making Twitter videos. Yeah, but you and that was Dope like, Island. Yeah, that's my best friend since like eighth grade. Oh wow! Um, so we start yeah. making skits because like we may start making skits eighth grade summer going into high school. And Vine came out in ninth grade. Like as soon as we got to high school, Vine came out. So we was making like YouTube videos, like little like stupid vlogs, like us walking to the get to like the the gas station and saying like stupid jokes and clipping them together and on like uh, well, iMovie and stuff like that. I feel like you're being yourself in those because I've seen those vlogs and they're hilarious. And I feel like you're being yourself because like just just like just talking to you now. You were like when I was talking about. I can't remember what I was talking about. But you're like, you're, you're being reasonable. You're like, you're like, if it felt like a skit, like you're like, no, you're like, no, I'm, I don't dislike. Like you're being reasonable. <laughs> but no, like, it's not like one like, of y'all skits. The skits me and Angelo like made because that that happened like a year. Like me, like I want to say me and Angelo started making skits together first on YouTube, and then Vine came out. Me and Angelo never went to school together ever again after eighth grade. We met in eighth grade, and the reason we became very close is because like. One because of school, but then like his dad lived up the street from my parents' house, but he only went to his dad's house on the weekends. So once uh, this, this sounds like one of those like Disney Channel movies, like you know, he yeah, only that's his dad's house on the weekends. <laughs> like that's basically what it was, bro. Because like I didn't have any friends in my neighborhood because my school wasn't like a 
a, a neighborhood or like district school. Like I already had magnet. Been was it a magnet? Huh? It was like a was it a magnet school? Or was it like a, like a, like a smart kid it was school? A or was it a school. bad kid school? Oh, okay. No, it was just a charter school. So it wasn't like public. Like, um, like it wasn't any like no bus by like in my like when I went to high school, the bus like one block up took me to high school, and I've never experienced that ever. Because I wasn't supposed to stay at that school for as long. Is that a gallon of water? Oh, I'm so sensitive about this. So I, I've been working well, out a lot. I have one of those too. It, yes, it's like a, it's like a gigantic uh, water. It keeps it cold. But is it, it a gallon? It I think it is. I'm not. A, I have to go. Yeah, I got Amazon a gallon deck. joint. Yeah, I, I love, I love a good hydro flask. Yeah, it, well, so it's so big because it keeps it um, cold. But I always feel so sensitive. Like it's like oh, it's like the size of my head. I'm like it's my gigantic water bottle. Like <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you gotta just embrace it. That was. I was just happy I had somebody else that cared like me because I'd be having them. I'd be trying to convince my friends like the hydro flask are really important. I just put the water in there. I might forget about it, put some ice in it early. And at the end of the day, it's still cold. It stays cold. It's crazy. It's crazy that it stays cold. Well, I'm appreciate because I was sensitive. I thought you were about to start, you know, capping like, oh, look, look at him with his big old, you know, big old water, but you dehydrated. (laughs) Like, I thought you were about to start going in on me. I was like, I'm, if anytime I point something out, it's probably because I'm being appreciative of it. Like I'm very like strange about the things that I enjoy. Like I have like one of these because I'm not good at like. Uh, oh, it's like medicine. Day. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. the the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday tab. Like yeah, yeah, good. I feel you. Like, I'm not good at yeah. consistency and stuff. So like anything that makes being consistent, well, you like if I can get a, if I'm supposed to drink a gallon of water and there's a container that's a gallon. I'd rather just put a gallon of water in there and just keep that with me. So once it's gone, I know I drink a gallon. Well, you consistently made videos, right? You consistently made Vine videos, YouTube videos. So you're good at consistency a little bit. But well, see it's that, a half that, gallon, by the way. It's a half gallon. Yeah, so. I, I suppose. I, I, I'm not even going to try to discredit you there. Because that's, I, I yeah, I'm I'm fickle with what I decide to be consistent with. Ooh, that's that's like some Confucius level, like, <laughs> fickle with what I decide to be consistent with. Aren't we all? No, so I mean, so how'd you like, first of all, what was your childhood like? Because I always feel like, like I get confused about my childhood sometimes. So I'm like, so I, I lived in Nigel's house six. Now I moved to Houston. But I was one of those people who like, I'm never going to claim like I grew up in the hood, like in the trenches on some like, you know, I know y'all have like Joy Road or, you know, whatever. Like, I never <laughs> felt like I was like, I was out, like I was in the, you know, but I like, I was in, I was around it. Like I was never in it, but I was around it. Like my house had got shot when I was in sixth grade. I got shot on some dry, like my, a friend of mine, he got shot, and me and my friend were at his house. He's like, I know who shot me, whoop de whoop. So we're there, just you know, being I'm 16, that he's probably 17. You know, he passing the gun around, just talking about I know who shot me, and then he's about to put it away. He started spinning it like a a western, and I was like, well, I make sure it's on safety. He was like, it is, and he pointed at me and shot it, and it wasn't. And it just, it, it really, I mean, it made it, it more so grazed me. I don't know if you, you could barely see it, but like, you know, like, but I was around, you know, I was, I've I've been around, but like, I'm never gonna claim like, cause I I never was in a situation where like, oh, I couldn't. You know, I didn't have food to eat or I didn't, you know, I couldn't get clothes or, you know, I like stuff like that. So I don't, I don't ever want to like, I feel like it's like stolen valor if you're like, oh, I was in the trenches. Cause, cause it reminds me when rappers like, yo, like I ain't never had shit. And then their mom was like, bro, like, what, what? wait, wait, I, I raised you, you know, Jeremiah, like you, you had plenty, you know? Yeah. Like when they be like, my teacher said I wasn't going to be shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, I was, but I just said to stop acting up in class. Like, <laughs> I never like there's uh, no like what, what what's what's the situation where a teacher would even say like you know J- yeah, Jason you're never, you're never gonna be shit <laughs> you know like <laughs> just just by the way class uh, Jason's never gonna be shit 
So yeah, what, what, so, what was your childhood? I'm a I'm a I'm the youngest of four, out of my 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 mom and my from my mother's side. I'm the youngest of four. I have three older brothers. I have a younger brother from my dad's uh, current marriage. But growing up, I grew up. I was born on Joy and Burrow. I want to say we moved when I was like in second or third grade. So what kind of um, area is that? Because I know I, I hear that Joy Road is the hood. So is, what kind of area? Oh, is it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most okay. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Like I, I want to say like even now, like I, like I know it was better then, uh, just based off the fact of that time frame. You know what I mean? Like everybody that lived there it was like community you know what i mean like it was a it wasn't the best neighborhood but because of the people that filled those houses like we looked out for each other like, it's impossible for shit to not happen but i knew my neighbors like my dad knew the neighbor and i knew their children and we would play football and they'd come over in the backyard like I, I have vivid memories of those things like i have like my cousins lived across the street my other cousins lived maybe a block away like it was very community like but it, it is in the hood you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. I, I did a, I did a, a photo book and we uh, drove up there and we just took pictures of like the old house, like all the houses next to it are abandoned. You know, what I mean, like that house. Yeah. I think somebody, I think one or two people got murdered in it. Wow. You know, what I mean, also- like that's the, that's that's the area. Yeah. But I want to say we moved, we moved to Dearborn when I was in third or second grade, and Dearborn is the suburbs. Like is that a university is, town? I feel like is there a university close there? Or no, that's uh no, that's that's Ann Arbor. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my college roommates is from probably one of those, those, those the dopest, smartest dudes I know is from East Lansing. East Lansing. Michigan. Yeah, East Lansing is MSU. Is Michigan yeah. State. And so, all right. So you, it's funny how rappers kind of because I know like I feel like you've linked with like certain, like I think Big Sean and like Detroit, like because you're like a Detroit, like you really rep Detroit. Um, yeah, I feel everybody like, from Detroit love Detroit. Cause yeah, we got a problem, you know what I mean. Yeah, to make cold. it out of Detroit is difficult, especially like <laughs> our economy is is automobiles, factory. So to make it out as a creative, it's like, oh, you really like one of them ones. Yeah, you really, you really got them seven second videos going, just busting. I, well, is Vine seven seconds? I don't even remember. Is it six? It was six point five seconds. Oh, uh, they split the difference. Yeah, it, like it's we used to like really be shaving off like every little bit of like the parts of the skit to make it the perfect amount so that you because we found like at first when mine started you had to record everything on the app and then it was apps where you could pay like a dollar 99 and then upload to that app and then it upload to vine then vine started letting you do that themselves and once that happened you would like say if you made a vine and you put it in premiere you would see like oh this whole video is 6.5 seconds Man, and once that so- happened we knew it's so funny. It reminds, it reminds me of Mr. Beast. I don't know if you know, like Mr. Beast, the big YouTuber. Like, yeah. he really studied the science. I feel like people just think like a lot. Of, I mean, I'm sure some influencers do just kind of luck into like they go viral and it just keeps working. But I think people forget like a lot of folks being like in the lab. Like, okay, like we need to, you know, like I'm sure y'all are, like writing, like coming up with ideas for sketches and like, oh, we gotta shave off zero point two seconds here. We gotta shave off a tenth of a second. Like, it's 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 like work. Like being a, like I've seen people really like. Like I feel like you see people. Who, or influence who just kind of went crazy viral like, like Rebecca Black when she had that Friday song you just kind of go crazy viral off of one thing but I've yeah. seen a lot of people more commonly like, like it's like a slow grind of like okay it's almost like a rapper like you're putting out you're handing out mixtapes you know one day you're handing out mixtapes at the mall and like slowly slowly building up your audience like like uh, it seems like people don't realize that sometimes it's a lot of work also the yeah, only thing I like, know what 
what Joy Road is because of T Grizzly, by the way. That's why I was thinking about the rap. I'm like, oh was, no, of like, course. Everybody like it, my favorite part too is when that song went viral. Just cause like even like cause T Grizzly used to be in a group called All Stars Ball Hard. So like just stuff like that, like knowing that as a kid from Detroit, seeing T Grizzly out of jail drop that song, I'm in LA on set and they play that song and I'm in the middle of the dance doing it, what, knowing what I'm from on, what were you on set mean? for? What were you on set for? Uh the homie was doing like a short music, like a short film for his music video. So he had me acting as a as a crazed drug dealer. <laughs> you don't give out crazed drug dealer vibes. Yeah, I was like, I don't think this is gonna work, but I got you. I can do it. I for show sure cut up though. Like it was like I think the girl came back with like less money than she than she was supposed to come back with. And I like started like snapping on her and shit. But uh, I thought you meant like for the set, like for the show. I thought you meant like the actual like whoever somebody was paying oh, you no, for no, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you got you got but, you turned uh, up. Yeah, I would say like for me, like we. I think when Vine ended, I have four million followers. But you gotta think, I was on Vine since ninth grade, and I Vine ended when I was eighteen. Like after oh, I, wow. Vine ended after I graduated. So I mean, that's like a million followers per year that you're gaining, basically. I um, gained, you know, I gained three million followers senior year. Wait, so you were just like going to school just normally, but you were like a like this students treat you like yo, that's that's me, just like you know, like it was like, that that's that's how I knew when it was like it would because like I have other Vine homies like uh like Nick Frazier, he the one that made like why you always lying, and I remember oh, seeing man. like his skits and before like like I remember seeing his vines like his vines are like, everything he's made has always been like his personality, that's how he acts, how he talks, even like just a normal New York dude, he made that. And I remember all of us rebonding. We're like, this is going to go crazy. But it went so viral where he became that guy. And I hated that for him. You know what I mean? Because it was like, no, he really been putting in work. Like, if you go back, you can see he really has been, like, he has. If y'all give him a chance to not be a jingle guy or, like, a parody guy, like, he really is funny as fuck. Yeah. It is weird how you can get pigeonholed on certain things. Like, I feel like, you know, I know some child actors and it's like, it's weird because you want to be proud of what you've done, but then like you, you, you know, some child actors like they, they like repost, they'll stay reposting like their role when they were like eight years old. And it's kind of like oh, you gotta let go, you know. But, but then I guess maybe maybe people won't let, let them outgrow it, you know. So I mean, it's weird. Like you should be proud of what you've done if that's the most successful thing you've done. But it's like weird where it's like this thing that you did when you were like nine years old is still like your highlight, you know. Um, it, it's like we yeah, don't let I, people outgrow stuff sometimes. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing too. Is like. Like people, like me and Angelo stop making skits a minute ago. Like when we make skits now, it's just cause we, cause that's how we talk to each other. Like like you said, like you can see that's how we talk. Like them skits, any skit we done made, like Adam and Eve or like Witch's Trial, like any of those videos, it take us like ten minutes to film it. Like we literally. Did y'all have an Isaac? I think I had an Isaac one. Did y'all have an Isaac? Yeah, one? we did. Okay, I was like, I, I feel like I remember an Isaac one where it's like you know, the we, sacrifice. We probably did like five biblical like skits. Yeah, but it's are, always those just are like, some of my favorites, huh? Yeah, I said those are some of my favorites. It's like, it's like so deadpan, you know. <laughs> that's just like, that's how we communicate our ideas, you know what I mean? So we'd be like, all right, like Adam and Eve, this is the story, and then we just like I literally will not know what he's gonna say if he's starting the video off. I won't know what he's gonna say, and then he'll finish the whole part into a certain point of when he needs my response. Or he, we're switching to a character that's like not one and two and it's three. Is like God is the new character. We'll stop until like that part. Like we start laughing and then he'll throw me the phone. I respond to the things he said 
And if we think of something new, like boom, boom. But we'll we'll probably have like five clips that are two minutes long. And then we'll put the he'll he edits. Enzo's the the genius behind editing because Enzo like edits as it edits it very like chaotically. You know what I mean? Where yeah, you the, feel the like cuts it's a are lot funny. Going the, on. Yeah, the cuts are very funny. I mean, it's so interesting. So like, I, so one of my first like crazy LA experiences was I went to like Bieber's twenty second birthday, and it was like. There were all these people there who had like who I never heard of, never heard of in my life. I wouldn't know them from Adam. I wouldn't if I bumped into them. They had like four million followers, eight million followers, twelve million followers, and but and like real followers. So we're like they would have like you know four million followers and like you know two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand likes. And it was they were all Viners. It was like Hayes Greer and Nash Greer. Uh, I want to say like Cameron Dallas, like that whole era. And so it's weird how like these little these communities can like have. It's almost like you see what TikTok now with like Charlie D'Amelio. I mean. People are kind of breaking out of TikTok too, but like Charlie Diami, I'm gonna butcher her last name. Um, <laughs> but like um, those sisters, um, you know, the, those Italian sisters. Um, but you know, like, yeah, it's like oh, they're these like big, um, they're like these gigantic um, TikTokers um, who like, you know, Charlie, and she has a sister named, um, she has like a sister. Oh, uh, what's her sister? They're like, basically like, they're like, oh, they're, Dixie, I think Dixie D'Amelio. I'm, I'm really like, bad at knowing creators because I, I always am in like 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 when I was on Vine, I had four million. I was like in Black Vine, participating in like roast sessions with like people who got a hundred followers. Like I was always in a small community. Like I like all the people I know that are creators. I know them personally. Like. I like even my friends, like I like like King Vader or like uh, Caleb City or like RDC. Like, it's a lot. I've seen a lot of their skits, but it's a lot of their skits I don't see because, like, when I want to talk to them, I just try to talk to them as like people. You know what I mean? Sense. And then I also I also try not to look at too many creators because I don't be one to like by mistake get inspired by their content and start rubbing off on mine. Yeah, that's very true. That's, I mean, as a writer, I, I like. It's weird. It's not like I don't want to read other people, or like watch other stuff, but it's like you you want to maintain your your own voice. You, like it's easy to accidentally yeah. almost like just sort of like jack somebody almost. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, think like, don't be intentional and deny everybody in your comments. Like, bro, you stole this. I think I I want to say the only the person that made me get on TikTok was uh I don't know how to say his last name, but Tony Stadavici, and like I, I met him know. later. You know what I mean? Like, but he said what? I have to, so I have to look him up. He's the one that made the uh, better pizza, better money, my clothes better, like the Papa John's. Uh, I'm gonna peep that. I'm gonna peep that. So, but he's like okay, funny. So, like, I, like if if I watch anybody, it's typically like like I, it's certain workout creators that I like. Like I like their. St- I can just appreciate like how they approach their audience. It's certain like um, it's like it, like anything I watch is usually like I'm connected to the person because of like their personality, how they approach their audience versus like if they're funny or like if like though like if it's like viral dances and like those type of things yeah it's where i miss the vine like i just like my like it's like if you don't do drugs by high school if you don't join a game by high school you just kind of miss it like it's just like all right i guess i'm not doing drugs like i guess i'm not being on vine um but yeah i just remember when i left that like that party and i was like wow like like who i was like who are these people and it's like oh they're viners i feel like la kind of produces like a new crop of like with te- like you have like you have like you have like Vine stars and then like you kind of like the YouTubers like the, like the Jake Paul Logan Paul like era, and then you kind of had like the YouTube the, the YouTubers that came after them like um that dude who um 
had the hype house or not, not well just the, the, like YouTubers that come at, came after them and then um oh the vlog squad David Dobrik like that that yeah. kind of and then, then you have like I feel like technology moves so fast I feel like LA just like creates famous people because they just need them and like it just like if every famous person like disappears tomorrow LA would just create a new one you know it'll, it'll be like you know James Stewart that's actually a <laughs> person you know it's Jackson uh Baxter, he's just he's famous now. Like I feel like it just creates them. Like in these platforms, kind of like create. Like, you had the Vine stars, and then you had the YouTubers, and then you had like the second wave of YouTubers, and you had the the, tick, the TikTokers. And it's like, what's next? Like it's it's just you know. But how like because you actually got pretty big off off of Vine. Like when did you start realizing like, oh, I'm like this is like kind of getting big, like bigger than like bigger than you would have expected. Uh, like, four million people. That's like that's like a whole. That's like a city. That's like a that's like a small. It's like that's like, that's like a large city actually. Yeah, but I think like I have like that like bad complex of like comparison. Like I don't I don't think it kicked in for me for a minute until like probably like when Vine was deleted and like we was on Twitter like making those skits. Like when I was living with Angela, like probably didn't kick in until I was like nineteen twenty. Cause like right. if I had four million on Vine, I'm looking like man, I want to be like King Badger them. You know what I mean? Like oh, I want to have twenty million. Yeah, that era of like people like and when when Instagram started doing videos, like just how like it's crazy how people like because at first Instagram had the like, fifteen second videos, then it had like thirty, then sixty, and then it had like the the panels, right? Like we could make you, yeah. you could tell a whole story you know, over form. the course. Yeah, like people like it's so crazy how creative. I forgot like that King Bash, like people who were just kind of making um, you know, doing that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that whole comparison thing is definitely like you know, like they say comparison is a thief of joy. So I mean, have you always been like a performer? Like I feel like. You, know, you talk about to actors and they're like, oh, you know, I was always performing. But then it's like, well, I mean, everyone's grandma is like, oh, come come out here and sing your little song. You know, like, so it's like how much of that is really like, like on the one hand, like usually if you're a creative, there usually is some sort of little nugget in your past where it's like, oh, yeah, he used to always like he, he did used to always kind of be watching, you know, used to watch cartoons. He used to watch Comedy Central, you know, but then there's also an element of like when people like oh, I used to always perform. It's like, yeah, but like everybody you know, like everybody's mama is like, oh, watch the little dance that my little son does. You know, you know, it's not like anything special. Um, but like, w- what was that for you? Like, were you always kind of performing in one way or, or another? I always was like writing. Like, I, I used to want to be an author because I used to read a lot. Like, I always been like an enjoyer of the arts. What, what were and you reading? I, I used to read a lot growing up. What were, what were you reading? My favorite books were like mystery books, and then my I, my brothers were watching Naruto one day, and I got like very hip to manga. So I used to just go to like my like the gift for me doing well in school or like if I ain't going trouble with none was like taking me to Borders to buy me more books. Wow! Like when That's I was rare. in like third grade, I like taught myself Photoshop. Like I was like I wasn't I wasn't the the kid that I was very like to myself like. When I was around other people, like, I was with my family. I had personality and stuff. Like I always have had personality, um, but I think I've always been kind of like shy or socially anxious. Like I even am socially anxious now. Like um, even you see, like I'm, I fiddle with my hands and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I don't say I, I wouldn't say I ever thought I would be like the person in front of it. You know what I mean? I always believed that like my work was good enough, but it was before Vine or before YouTube, it was never me. Like it was never me writing these stories about myself and I'm trying to write a script so I can get on as an actor. It was like, 
I'm writing these stories because the only way I see the world is by like taking, I'll see a random person on the street and make up a whole life for them. You know what I'm saying? Or like my friends will say one thing and I'll make up a whole scenario. And then that's how the skits happen. Cause it was like, man, like, I wonder how this went, like how this happened. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how, like what, what happened when it was the first person to milk a cow, you know what I mean? Like things like that. <laughs> well, yeah, your and skits so, like, are very that. creative. They're so creative. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, damn, like, like you see, I, Whenever I see somebody who's really, really funny, but they're not a TV writer, I feel like, damn, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm scared. You know, it's like, like you'll see somebody who has like on Twitter, it happens all the time, where you see somebody who have like the funniest tweet, and they just like, <laughs> they like work at a call center, like in Ohio, like they just they don't have anything to do with entertainment, they don't have anything to do with Hollywood, they don't have any. I mean, and not like I'm not dumb, like obviously anyone could be funny, but sometimes you're just like, yo, like, like how's it that I'm over here sitting here getting paid for this, trying to think about just funny stuff, and there's just some dude who just is on their lunch break at like the factory you know or at like the call center and they just thought of something that's like so funny and i feel like you know obviously like you're you're in entertainment too but like watching your skits sometimes like wow like that is that's just like like that's like that's high level this is like this is high level joking this is not like ricky joking this is this is like some (laughs) this is uh this is a joking it it reminds me of sometimes like i'll be in a writer's room like you know most like comedy writers like you know pretty evenly funny like every every room has like one i mean when i was on blackish when i was on the simpsons at Black is just do Vijal Patel, and like he was just like really like he would just think of stuff that you're just like, how do you think of that? Like how do you think of that joke that quick? Like what like what's wrong with you? Like how? And then like some dude, this dude Joel Cohen on The Simpsons is just like the same thing where he just like he would just have these like jokes where you're just like, oh like this is like you're just like you're just different like you're like, you're gifted. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know like you're like the that's why I was like yeah I was like I, I'm pretty sure I remember and and uh, the Isaac sacrificing the son, all the biblical ones. And it's like just even y'all's facial expressions are just like so you know so so like so hilarious, but okay so like how did you like was Vine just like the app that everyone had or like, like how did you get into Vine? Were you just like just one day like okay because you like you never started it being like yo I'm gonna have four million followers or was it just like oh I'm, this is just the app that everyone in my school has? Uh, it was yeah I give everything about me being a creator to Angelo like I'll give him the credit for all of that like he's the one that uh like. <laughs> Oddly enough, like when we're to ourselves, I would say, well, when we're in it, when we're around people, Angelo appears more shy than I do because I get so anxious that like, I think people don't like me that I over like do. And Angelo gets anxious that like people may not like him, that he like closes in. And so when Angelo's like, to himself, he's like always looking at things. And Angelo is like likes being around people. Like he likes being around people he's comfortable with. I do as well, but I like taking my like I like my solitude a lot. Yeah, and so Angelo is the one finding new music. Angelo's always the one like introducing me to like a lot of new cooler people. And so Angelo just like yeah, like download Vines. They doing like slap cams. Like that's what that's all Vines known for for a good minute. It was like slap cams. And so we just I remember I, that first. Vine was like a slap cam, you know what I mean? And like pranks and stuff like that. It, it it had no intention. I was on YouTube, of course, at the time, but like I didn't think of making it any further with that. Um, and then yeah. I want to say King Batching them is the reason why people started seeing Vine as an app where it was creator and audience versus we're all just making something. And then right. like maybe like six months after Vine came out, like Instagram was like, yeah, we got videos too now. And everybody from Vine was like, all right, fuck, we're going back to Instagram. We got Instagram. We have Instagram already. Oh, yeah, that, I guess it's like, I, I feel like, like 
the way we look back at it is like, yo, why did Twitter shut down Vine? But I guess low key Vine, they didn't just do it for no reason. I guess people did kind of leave and start going to Instagram. Actually, now today there's TikTok. Um, Them shutting down Vine is the best thing that ever happened to Vine. Oh yeah, because people miss it now, right? Yeah, just it's, it's it's solely nostalgia. No, like I like I was on Vine in in high school. You know what I mean? I was on Vine after that, like after I graduated, and people are like, you still no, that's Viner. You know, nah. you know what I mean? Like that was the vibes. You know what I mean? Like, and then once Vine got little, deleted, like little bro, no, you said what? They like little bro, you. Yeah, that's that was the vibe. It was like, oh, that's what they still doing. Like y'all still on that tired app. But once they got deleted, everybody, you know, they kind of clung to it. And then now it's just that that uh, that uh, longing for it because you're kind of remembering it way better than it was. Now that Vine wasn't a great app, but you didn't really love Vine. You said you did. Wow. Well, it's like I mean, when someone passes. <laughs> that's basically all that happened. Vine died, and everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was I just love Vine. Vine the other day. Yeah, it's like, it's like people were like, it reminds me of like, reminds me of, oh my goodness. It reminds me of people who are like, yo, keep the same energy. Because one thing I love, okay, one thing I love about, so I I think that Boosie and Donald Trump are kind of like the same person. Because they both Boosie? like, yeah, Boosie and Donald Trump are the same person because they both keep the same energy for the ops. Like they be like, yo, like, it's like, like Trump, like, yo, like RIP John McCain, but he was trash. Like, I mean, like, like RP John McCain, but you know, F him still, like, it's still F John McCain. Like, you know, like, it's like, it's like that, um, that Vine bar where it's like, you know, we into it till you die, we'll, real street. And it, like, like, <laughs> Trump, Trump keeps the same energy with all his ops. And I feel like Boosie, like, Boosie's the same way. Boosie's like, yo, like, you don't feel it. Like, I remember there's a, a Vlad TV Boosie interview where it was like, well, you don't feel any sort of way that, like, you know, like, you know, yeah. I think like it was like one of his baby mamas, like had, you know, who who he had beat with had died, and Boosie like, nah, it's still, like I don't care if he's dead, it's still it's still f him, like you know. So people, you know, but people, most people obviously they have the Vine energy where it's like, man, like I just remember, I love Vine, I love this, you know. So I guess um people, yeah, I guess it's it's nostalgia. Because the um, thing is, if the only reason they took Vine down was because um, so I want to say Twitter bought Vine, maybe like Vine only lasted for three or four years. The first two years, Vine was only ran by the, the creators of Vine, like the people that made the app. Then they hired a team. Like, you know how most apps have a social team and they reach out to people and be like, oh, we see you killing it on Instagram. Why don't you come down and still look Oh, Valley. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like what they Twitch is doing now. Yeah, it's like what Twitch Yeah, they didn't have none of that shit. So then they got that, like, when I was a senior. So when I was a senior, they was doing like, oh, we're going to take our like a select few, like the top Viners right now to London. Or we're gonna take them to New York, or we're gonna like that's when they started doing that, and that was the last year, but it was too late. They flew us out to like Wisconsin or something. They shot like a, a short. They took uh, some big con, but it was very they, late. They tried, but, like, but it was it was yeah. The late. only reason it got shut down is because no one was online. Like the numbers, it it literally was probably like boom, and then from like maybe year two, it just slowly kept going down. I like that sound effect for up uh, boom. I haven't heard that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like that's a new one. I like that. <laughs> so where are your parents during this? They were like, were they, did they know that you were just like a, like did you have fans? Like did you were people like stopping at the mall? I, I presume that like because every city has like that one mall, you know, where it's like oh the, like I'm going yeah to we the got Fairlane, yeah where people did you get stopped at Fairlane? Like oh my goodness that's that's Meech that's Meech because you were Meech on Mars always right for you know yeah yeah so like yeah, what, I want to yeah, say yeah. ninth grade year they didn't know because ninth grade year was like when I was probably like the most depressed and like is I'm new I'm introduced to a new world you know what I mean so like. 
there's girl, like there's every 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 vice possible, every way to escape reality possible. And I, my parents were like on the verge of getting divorced. And like I also like I had been going to the same school from second to eighth grade, so I hadn't ever really experienced having to be the new kid in a very long time. Okay, what's that like? Because I feel like being a new kid can go in either direction, right? Because like on the one hand, like they'd be like, "Yo, you're." You don't know anybody, but like on the other hand, it's like you don't know anybody, right? You have you're like a blank slate. People can just kind of you can be whoever you want. Like people in like yeah, your so I didn't I didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like like I said, I got, I got social anxiety, so I ain't talk. You feel me? Like I didn't talk. It was a little bit like people I went to school with eighth grade year. Like some of them went to my same school, so I knew them. But you see them in the hallway, you're talking to them, yada yada. But that's like five minutes, and you go to your class, and it's my same classmen that I like that I don't know. So then you know you gotta do the icebreaker and I'm like, ah, I'm Demetrius. You know what I mean? And it took it took that for me to like gain my confidence and stand like in who I am. Like I wanna say my ninth grade year was probably like the most uh important part of my like high school life because that's when I was like, regardless of people like me, I like I am who I am. And I was pretty popular in high school, but like I wanna say tenth grade year. Is when like, cause ninth grade year, they no one was paying attention to me. No one in my household was paying attention to me, like at all. So <laughs> I could do whatever. I was smoking weed. I was out late. Like, bro, it was over. You know what I mean? And I want to say tenth grade year is when they knew I was on YouTube. Cause uh, first, actually, Angelo's dad found out like eighth grade summer, ninth grade summer. Cause for some, I think he followed Angelo on Instagram. <laughs> and he saw our first video and we were cussing. Like, you know how little kids cuss? Like, way, yeah. like, it don't even make sense when they're cussing. Like, the cuss like, words. You're, don't it's like, you're just like, you're just trying it out. Like, you're just, you're just yeah. getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, we just cuss it way too much. So he it's found like, out. He like didn't star, get mad it's like at starter, it. It's like starter cursing, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he, like, made us mow the lawn and was like, y'all got to stop cussing as much. Yada, yada. You know what I mean? And he didn't really tell us to stop doing it or nothing like that. My family found out 10th grade, like, slowly. Uh, cause like my dad, when I was out, my dad would see me like, when I was out with my dad, like people would see me like, and stop me. I want to say that when I was like 16, somebody came up to me and was like, Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And he like, Oh, like this, this is a thing. Like this actually, like it's realistic. Like, like this is going somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's early to know that. Cause I feel like at that point, like, I mean, it's funny. Cause like, if you think back about it, like the original Viners and YouTubers were basically just like jackass. Right. Like, and if you go back further than that, like, cause like it's all the, it's pranks, it's physical comedy, yeah, yeah. it's skits. So you can go, you know, mad TV. Like, it really is just a continuation of the comedic tradition. I'm trying, I'm over here trying to sound real smart. Um, but like, no, for you, you speak in facts. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It shit but makes like, sense. <laughs> but, but for somebody like, look at that. So he's somebody, you know, I don't know how old your dad is, but he's you know clearly at least, 16 15 13 years older than you depending on how quickly he developed but like you know he for him to see that at that point and be like oh this this there's a future here that's rare i feel like most parents were like yo what are, like this silly thing like like what are y'all doing like what are these silly videos y'all are making but he saw like oh this oh yeah this it was it was still a little bit of that like but you know like yeah i think i still was in like i still was in school like once it got to senior year it was like oh so you still gonna do this like you ain't got no backup plan you know what I mean? Like it was those things, but when it was sixteen, yeah. it was like, all right, at least you're not selling drugs or something. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, Chicago. So I'm glad you brought up selling drugs because you're from Detroit. You're from the, you know, your name is Meech. <clears throat> you're not big. You you are a little. You're not big, but 
I mean, there is that. Have you ever thought about selling drugs in, in large quantities, perhaps relocating to Atlanta to do it? Have I ever thought about it? Yeah. Like, does you ever get that itch, that urge, like, you know, my, like, you know, me? Ch- yeah, I mean, if I've, I've been faced with that possibility, but like, I mean, I've, I, I, being from where I'm from and like, I've seen what that gets people. You and also, you mean? already have you already have the name. You know, Meech. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, Meech. You're kind of <laughs> halfway there, um, but you no, know, it, it's I love you know it's funny. Like so, I, I'm starting to wonder if Detroit people are just funny in general, and like I wonder no, if it's because of the weather. Because like there's this there's this thread on Twitter. I was like, yo, like why is it like it's like Detroit rappers are so like disrespectful? And it's like, oh yeah, Detroit our rappers, rappers are like, funny as fuck. Like y'all, are, the rappers are so. I mean. It's so creative and funny. Um, who's that dude? He got locked up. I mean, well, 42 Doug is he doesn't really have the punchlines as much as like the dude. Um, young he's OG, something okay, something Rio. You talking Rio? Yeah, Rio the young OG. Like you know, my, yeah, like, he just Flint. has these bars. I'm gonna look up some of the bars. But, like some okay, whoever you know, if you're listening to this, go on Twitter and search. You know, why are Detroit rappers so disrespectful? And it'll just be the thread, and all the quote tweets are just like the funniest bars you have ever heard in your life. Um. Like, but they start like 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 people group it up, and it's not like oh fuck Flint, but like to give Flint their flowers, like he I from love Flint, Doug. I love you, Doug. Doug from here, Doug from Detroit. Okay. Y and J is from Flint. Like all of them that like do the like where they be saying the most outlandish shit. Like they all are from Flint, and they the reason why people have started doing that. Like all of the Flint rappers are like that's it's they hilarious. that's they popular rap. It's hill. Oh no, Ooh, I didn't. I didn't mean to play this. Um, <laughs> almost. Yeah, I didn't mean to play that. I was trying to find the lyrics. Um, I have to cut that. You can't play. With, you can't play with music on a on on a on podcast or on YouTube or whatever. But no, I'm gonna find the because he had this hilarious bar where it's like you know, um, oh my Glock like a badass little kid. I put a switch on it. Like that's just hilarious. That's just, that's funny. That's just that's humorous. Like I listen to that and I chuckle. I'm like, wow, that is <laughs> like, that is like, you know, it reminds me like these like uh like Drake. I feel like Drake really got in his bag. You could you would play a young Drake actually. Now that I think about it, you know a little bit maybe. Um, like a young Drake. Yeah, I can see you playing. Maybe like when you. I, I do like whatever a, they want me to do. Yeah, I am not gonna like, argue with you about none of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like um like I feel like he had like I don't know if you listened to the to the her loss album. I feel like he really had fun. It was like saying punchlines, like being witty, like. But I mean, y'all, y'all are just so witty. Like I don't know if it, what if something. Well, I was gonna say if something's a water, but that's a. Ter- I didn't. I didn't mean obviously. There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah, water. yeah, yeah. I get We're it. Gonna, I don't know if that was that might have been writer in you. I don't know if that was just. I don't. Bad it, just, it just happened. I wasn't even trying to, you know. But it, y'all, like y'all, are just funny. Like Rio de Young OG is funny, and all, I, you know, I think there's one where a dude just talks about Tony Snell for the whole rap, and he just this is Tony Snell, like who's just like this basketball player. Yeah, what he say? Um, he say my. It's just some my, ugly look like Tony young Snell. dog, black oh. and ugly shoot like Tony Snell. That's uh, okay. That's bees. Bees. Yeah, he said bees. my bees little. My, he said my little nigga, black and ugly shoot like Tony Snell. Like that's that's just funny. Like that's hilarious. Like I want you to know what I think while he's rapping that he's rapping over a law like a law and order sample. It, yeah, it's just so like. I mean, I wish I could pull up that whole thread. You know, I can't do because you know music rights on on YouTube or like you know Spotify. But it's like it's just like what like, what is it about? Cause like other cities don't really have that, like that, like like y'all just like y'all getting this like. I mean, you're not a rapper, but like the, y'all the the city y'all getting this like witty, creative punchline pocket that like other cities just don't have. Like, what where does that come from? 
I mean, like, most major cities ain't got shit that's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, it be some funny shit going on here. Like, and it's just a place, bro. Like, I can't really even explain it. Like, like I remember walking home, like, to the homie crib. Like, we smoking. It's zero degrees outside. And some funny shit will happen. And that's just what we laughing about for the rest of our day. You know what I mean? Like, we just be, like, making the best out of nothing. Like, that's our natural, like, that's our natural yeah. response to things, I want to say. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I wonder like, if it's the cold weather, like, you're inside, you, you out, you watch TV. Like, somebody, we need a social scientist on this. Cause, like, that's the thing, though. Like, you're like, not even inside. Like, because if we a working class, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be inside now. But I'd be, like, when I'm outside, like, I really got to be, like, outside all the time like you gotta shovel snow you gotta be outside for like an hour if you working you gotta be outside you know what i mean like right we so, really be having to deal with that shit and the only i don't know if you ever seen a man when like they cold like a person when they cold bro but like not just like a regular like it's 30 degrees like it's windy like your hands is frozen you blowing like this I all you got really is humor. Like all you really got to get you through that is humor, bro. That's real. I lived in Boston for four years. It was cold there, but I can't. I, Detroit cold is another level, um, very different level. So y'all are, um, yeah, Detroit cold is just different. Okay, so so you you moved to LA at some point, right? Which is a lot warmer than Detroit. Like when did you like like was it after Vine? I guess I, we met in LA. We yeah, met I moved. Yara. Yeah, I moved as soon as I, as soon as I graduated. Oh, okay. So, like, you obviously, you know, like, what did, did you move there for a job, or were you just like, yo, I'm, I'm a creative. Like, I have to. This is where I have to be. That's basically what it was. Like, it was, it was, cause me and Angelo was gonna move together, but I like my friend Kenny Knox was moving, and all my other friends were going off to college. You know what I mean? And you, I think Vine just got deleted. Like, a thing I worked for you, like all everything I worked for while I was in high school, while people was working to get to college, was gone. Well, were you That's a good it. student? Were you a good student? Fuck no. <laughs> it, I like because I would go home and I probably eat some food. I probably uh, in school I probably was writing down like examples of stuff that I thought of while I was in school, so I can remember and make a vine for it. I probably make three vines, save them, upload one that day, save two for the next day, and then I also would edit like a YouTube video. So by the time I like turn my mind off of work, it's like 11 o'clock. I probably go to sleep at like two, wake up at five and go to school. So I'm going to sleep in school. And the only time I was a good, I think I had a 1.3. Like oh my junior goodness. Year. Like junior I year. I thought you had to like try to get a 1.3. Yeah, I was just going to sleep. I, I was just completely ignoring every, only time I like, I think I never did bad in reading, but not reading, but English class. Cause I really like, you know, stories. Math class, I was like, whatever. And then my teacher was like, bro, I know you know how to do this shit. And so I would do it and boom. But like, yeah, yeah I, I just didn't try because I was like, yeah. I, I either got to go all the way with this or all the way with that, but I can't do both. Yeah, it's. I wonder if that's a common thing with creative. Because like I used to like, it wasn't my reward, but like I would sit and just be in Barnes and Noble just like reading books. Like I love, like I would read Judy Bloom, Like I would read yeah, you know, sure. Harry, Harry Potter, uh, Louis Satcher, or I don't know how to pronounce it, but Satcher, Satcher, you know, Sideways Stories from Wayside High, you know. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, that one was hilarious. Um, whoever did There's a Boy in the Girl's Bathroom, I think that's um, Louis Satcher as well. Yeah. Um, we have, a, we have an author Bloom. named Jonathan Rand. He made these I'm books called about. American Chillers and Michigan Chillers. And he came to my school when I was like third grade and he signed like three books with me and that changed my life. I still got the books. 
Man, okay, I got really cool with Judy Blooms. I invited her to come to my to, to my college. Like, I was in, I wrote for the Harvard Lampoon. It's like this organization at Harvard that like has. Went to like, Harvard. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why you was in Boston. Yes, that's, that's, that's why I was in Boston. You got back. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I was in Boston. I lived in Boston for four years. You basically like you were just there, nigga. <laughs> you <laughs> lived in Boston because <laughs> you went to Harvard. I was in the trenches. I was in the trenches of Boston. Just, I, I was out there thugging it. Well, no, it's weird because like if you say you went to Harvard, people, it's, people are weird about it. Like, like you always just end up saying like, oh, I, went to, I was in Boston because like people just get weird about it. Like, oh, you went to Harvard. Like, what was it like? You know, it's like, I don't know. I can't really compare it to anything else because I didn't go to any other schools really. So like, I, it was, I mean, I do think the things that were different about it probably is that like you would have like so many random speakers because like there's a, the law school, the business school. So like you would just have like Oh, the president of Mexico is speaking at the, the Kennedy School, which is like the government school. It's like, oh, do I really want to take the five minute walk to go hear the president of Mexico? Like, you know, I don't, you know, I'm tired. And it's like now I'm looking back. It's like, yo, like that's crazy. She's just being in a place where like you could go hear world leaders and business leaders speak all the time, and you're just like, oh, you get so used to it. It's almost like seeing, you know, like hanging out with Drake or something in L.A. Like the first time, it's like, oh, yeah. The first few times, like, oh, but after some point, it's like, okay, like I, this is just normal. Uh, the other thing that was different was that, um. You just had like people who were just really rich. Like this girl, I, this girl I was, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'll say friends with, but like this girl I knew, like acquaintances, her dad bought the scream. You know, like the pain, like the scream. Um, yeah, she bought her dad, it. Her dad bought it for, um, I'm trying to find how much he bought it for. Hold on. Um, her dad That's bought nuts. the scream for $119,922,500. He had to throw in that extra $500. Um, $500. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you know, his dad, her dad bought a painting for 120 million. We used to joke that like, oh, she, she, it's, it's like she just stares at it while she shits. Like it's just outside. It's like it's like in the hallway in her in her house. Like you just have like people like that where it's just like, oh, their dad is like. It also it was funny too because I feel like it made me like really you know so it made me like because I always had this thing where I was like, okay, I want I want to do like I want to do the creative thing. I, would, I like I met like everybody from Harvard kind of goes works in consulting, finance, like investment banking. And it's like, all right, you, that's a quick, easy bread. You get a lot of money. You, you, if you just don't screw up, you'll be a millionaire by the time you're late 20s, really, probably. Especially for banking. Consulting, I don't know. But banking, like, you get money. But I was like, man, I want to do I met all these TV writers. And I was like, yo, their job seems dope. Like, their life just seems dope. Like, they're hanging out. They're, they're, they're just like, you know, they get to write for these shows. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, I'm going to do, you know. It, it really makes me impressed that you just went straight to L.A. after you after high school. Because I was always like, yo, like. I want to do the LA thing, but I got to stack up first. I got to go, I got to do the corporate thing first. And I remember like every time I like everyone in college, like, Oh, like do what you love. Like, you know, follow your passion. I'm like, that's, that's dumb. Like what if my passion is like, like, is like, you know, knitting, you know, what am I like, but I remember like, um, like every now and then I would meet somebody who was like doing something off the, like all the black kids, like all the black kids would get to Harvard and be like, I want to save the world. I want to be like Barack Obama. And then we, we see that check. We see like those, those companies come and recruit us and be like, Oh, you can make, you can make six figures. Oh, like, like, Oh, right outside, of, right outside of college. Oh, the world can wait then. Somebody else is gonna say the world. But I remember like you every now and then you would meet like a white girl who was like doing something different. Like she's like, you know, I'm like all the black kids like on the, you know, like I gotta get my, my, my summer internship, you know, on, on Wall Street or whatever. You would meet a white girl who was doing something different and she's like, Oh, you know, I'm I'm backpacking across Europe. You're like, oh that's dope. And you turn like, <laughs> like her dad's like the governor of New York, you know, like there's this girl, she had like a pet pig. I was like, wow, like she has a pet pig, she's off beat. She had like she her, her hair was red, like she was just different. And she got I found out that her dad was Rudy Giuliani because over Christmas break she got caught shoplifting. 
and it became like a big story because they're like, yo, how you gonna shoplift? And your dad is like the law and order. Like your dad is like, I mean, this is before January <laughs> even became like, you know, under Trump. It's like your, your dad is like the law and order 9-11, you know, like prosecutor, you know, the law and order 9-11 mayor. So I'd be like, every time I, I meet somebody who was doing something that was different and it's like, oh, I'm gonna do like what I'm really passionate about. You'd be like, yeah, your dad is worth a billion dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not really for us. And I, I wish I hadn't had that point of view because I think that like, I mean, you came out, you know, like people can come out to LA, move New York and have just like, I mean, you were different because you had four, you, you had built a four man person platform, but like people can just, you know, you, you really can like, if you put your mind to it, like achieve something, like you don't really need to have that. My parents are billionaires. I mean, I don't think your parents are billionaires. You know, you don't. No, really my have dad like, a truck driver. <laughs> yeah, my dad so, a truck driver. So yeah, the, the Harvard my mom, right? she do. You, your mom, what? I forget what my mom do. Uh, she like yeah, helps so, people. Like she helps people from four with their insurance, like their uh, okay. like health insurance. Yeah, so like to take the the Harvard like it is interesting, but I do it, like the two things was you get used to like really crazy speakers, and then you like just see like really like insanely rich old money. And I think it made me feel like I can't really pursue my dreams until I like, you know, hit a certain, like I got to stack up, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why I was in Boston. <laughs> um, but what, what were you on before that? Oh yeah. So you, you, you moved to LA cause you were like, all right, like, you know, and I remember you, you moved back. And I, feel, I remember when you moved back, you were kind of like, yo, like, I'm like, like, I don't know. You didn't like LA. Or like you just felt like you missed, you missed Detroit. Like what was like, I feel like you made it like you made a statement when you moved back. Yeah, like, and it's funny, too, because, like, I went from being, like, this wide-eyed kid that's just, like, I still have that in me. Like, I still, that's still pretty much how I make my decisions. Um, But I've always been, like, you know, I have anxiety comes from worrying about the future or worrying about things you can't control. And so Very I'm true. always, like, I always was thinking, you know what I mean? Like, in high school, I was stacking up money. Like, I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to college, but I'm, like, Okay. Were you getting paid off, off YouTube or like off Vine? Or what? No, Vine was a monetized, so when, was it? Yeah, no, but but people would take Vines and put them on YouTube. And so there was this company called Collab, and what they would do was they would license your content for you. And if there's like a nine-minute Vine video, like compilation, they would be like, okay, his content is this whole nine minutes, or his content is 10 seconds of this video. We need this amount. Or we're gonna get this video shut down because you don't have like the like the rights. To oh, so it. you were like you were caking up. Yeah. So like I I think like once I think I want to say I signed with them like junior year, and like I said I didn't I didn't make the million followers or three million four million followers until senior year, like, and that literally came from me looking at Angelo because Angelo had like there's this website called RankZoo, and you could see how much how much a person was. Gaining followers or losing followers per day. And I remember Angela went in this crazy like spree where he like was gaining like fourteen to twenty thousand followers a day. And I'm like, this oh, wow. is nuts. I need to step it up. Just cause like if if you know in Vine, you have to revine. So I want to help him see as many people as he can see. That's that can see him. You know what I mean? So if he got two million, I want to have two million too. So that if I got a million people that don't know him and they're not shared followers, then I can help integrate that audience, but yeah, it's, like, uh, it's like cross cross marketing almost. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like saving that money uh, just because I knew I didn't know. I knew I wasn't going to college. I never applied to a college. I didn't send. I didn't do anything for college once. 
Did, did like, your parents press you at all? Like at all? Like oh, you you gonna go? Because like, you know how some people have those parents. They're like, I have African parents. Like from the day I was a fetus. Yeah, like, I'm oh. knowing. I'm knowing how to. <laughs> uh, my dad. Well, the difference was my dad didn't graduate. My dad dropped out, and my mom has her master's. So my mom it was also heavily involved in like the things I was doing. Like I talked to her a lot. So she saw how passionate I was about it. Um, she saw like that it was profitable. Um, so she was like, if you yeah, don't want to I'm sure, I'm college, sure that helped a lot. I'm sure that helped a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. And she was like, if you don't want to go to college, but you also could, she also could just see like school wasn't a thing I wanted to do at that time. You know what I mean? My dad, it was like, you know, if you was a, if you only was a high school football captain, you want your son to go to the NFL and take it all away. He didn't graduate high school. So he like, I want you to go to high school, finish high school and go to college. You know what I mean? Like, and this is what I think I missed out on and I want better for you. And so that was kind of like where that, that left, that left us. But it wasn't I like looking back, it wasn't discouraged. He wasn't discouraging me, but he just wanted me to always have a plan in case this plan didn't work. Right. You know what I mean? Like his biggest advice with me was like multiple avenues of money, like multiple streams of money. So that like oh. when this thing, like I don't got to put all my chips on this one thing working, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I mean, truck driving. I mean, low key, I was looking during the whole pandemic. I'm like, I got, I gotta buy a truck because you saw the truck drive. Like, the whole supply chain freeze up. Like, I'm like, wait, everything needs to move from point A to point B. Like, everything comes to the grocery store. Everything you see in the grocery store, it came there on a truck. Like, everything you see, yeah. anywhere came there on a truck. <laughs> I, I, was like, I need, a, I need to buy. It. I was like, should I get a CDL? Like, should I be a funny, a funny truck driver? Like, you know, I need to. Um, but yeah, all right. So you you moved to LA, and then you kind of like you you you. Uh, like, do you like get your? You get like kind of like it doesn't. You don't like it. What truck driving? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Like living in LA, it kind like, of cut like, off for a second. Okay, all, right, all right, I heard was yeah, you yeah. don't like. It. <laughs> you hate your father. <laughs> uh, no, living in LA. I feel like the LA thing is very. You know, it's like. Um, no, it I can fuck be, with LA. It can treat, yeah, it can. It can be different. I fucked with LA. It was just like. You know what I mean? Like, my grandma not getting no younger. My little brother's not getting no younger. He's only getting older. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, the thing I would say all the time is, like, the time that I'm going, just know that I'm working for us. Like, this isn't just to further me. Like, I'm trying to make our name, our last name mean something. But y'all don't get the experience. None of the results. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get to share none of this shit with y'all. Like uh, me, and my 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 <laughs> me and my grandma went to a Pistons game like just randomly, you know what I mean? Because like I know that people at the Pistons they like give me tickets and shit. Oh, is that and, how like, you, got, you? Is that how you were courtside? Because I, I know you were courtside one game. Because oh yeah, yeah. it's just curse. like courtside. Yeah, because <laughs> once you sit courtside, paid. once you sit courtside, you don't even want to sit nowhere else. I, I we had courtside like this producer for the Simpsons had courtside tickets. And once your feet start touching that wood, you right behind Doc Rivers. You know, it's like, uh, I don't I, yeah, I don't be I don't, 200 level. Like, I don't know. I don't be caring just because, like, all I go to basketball games for is nachos. I just want some good nachos, a slushy, and a double shot of tequila. I'm going to put the double shot right. in the slushy, and I'm good. I don't give a fuck. As long as I'm not high, high, high up, because I'm scared of heights. Yeah. 
But if I'm like anywhere besides the point where like, you know, you got to take the escalator up and then go up. I just can't do the heights. I'm going to be nervous the whole time. But have you ever, have you ever been to, um, the Golden Gate Bridge? Nah. Okay, I was, I was, I, yeah. I've been in San Francisco a couple of times recently and I went to the Golden Gate Bridge. It's like, it, it's like gigantic and you feel so small. And like, also it's weird cause you know, people, it's a suicide destination. So you, it, it just yeah, feels yeah. a little bit like, like it's, I'm, I was scared of heights as a kid. Like I, I never did um did uh roller coasters, but I, I feel like the I felt a little bit of vertigo like walking like walking in that area. But um you yeah, like, uh, no, I didn't walk across the whole bridge. But I was like basically I'm 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 like I'm a homebody. I'm like very dry. Like I'm very like people. I remember people would see my Instagram be like oh like you're like back when I moved to LA I was going I'll be out at all the parties and you know with all these celebrities. But real down internally I'm like I'm a I like to be at the crib. And so but like I'm the type of person who, I'll be in a new a different city. I just won't leave the hotel. Like I don't. I'm not adventurous. But like I was like, yeah, you know what? Man. I don't know. Yeah, I, was like, I was. I was like, I went to San Francisco twice for like meetings back to back. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. Like it had been ten years since I've been in San Francisco. I was like, you know, I don't know the next time I'm gonna be here. Let me just like let me explore the city in a spirit of wonder. You know, let me let me just let me. You know, I went to I went to I was like let me because the first time I didn't get to the Golden Gate Bridge. So the second time I was like I went to the Golden Gate Bridge. I went to the zoo, which I kind of felt finessed by because the. The reptile and the bird enclosures were closed because there was like a like a bird flu going around. I was like, I was like, like I think yeah. the San the San Diego. The, okay, the, the issue is the San Diego zoo is like the number one zoo in the country. And I was like, I was like San Diego. I was like, like San Francisco. Like it made me think the San Francisco one was. So I googled it. I was like, well, so San Diego is number one, but I was like San Francisco is still like top fifteen. I'm gonna go. And it was just I was underwhelmed. They didn't even have the tigers. This is a whole. Thing. I'm sorry. I just, just I felt I felt like I was like, why did I come here? Like, this was just a waste. Um, but then the next day I went to uh, like I thought my flight was earlier, but it was later. And I saw I went to like also a science museum. I went to an arts museum. But like I really explored the city. So I, I didn't walk across the whole bridge. I walked I walked like a, a third of the way through. I was like I was like oh I thought they because like they had put up railings. So I was like I was like because I know people say they should just put up railings because of the suicides. So I was like oh I guess they put up railings for the suicides. But then I got past the, the, the like a, the, the one third mark. I was like, oh no, it's just they have railings on this side. Once you get over the water, it's like um, like once you get over the water, like it's they're gone. And like I like just being there and looking over it, it almost triggered like my childhood like fear of heights. Where I was just like, I like I, was like, I gotta walk all the way. Like I walk all the way back. And I was like, nah, you, like I was like, man, you know what? Like nah, you could thug it out. So now I walk back. But um, like it was just like I also was like, like what if what if people kill themselves because like something just comes over them. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's for sure an intrusive thought too. Yeah, so I, was, like, I mean, yeah, I was just like, I was like, nah, I was, I felt like vertigo. Like, but it made, that what you said about heights just reminded me of that. Like, but if you ever go to the uh, well, trade no to the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, it's like I, I just made me feel very small. Like it was just so massive, and like you just look over, and it's like it's just you know. I'm never gonna, beautiful. I'm never, I'm never gonna be outside of a car at the Golden Gate Bridge. I promise. You. I, I, was, I, I, I was, I can, I can almost ensure you <laughs> that I've never. I'm never gonna. I would jump. Okay, you know, I would probably okay. jump. No, okay. I, so I was gonna get to this. So you you have like the whole like you have the you matter. Well, no, okay. We we get to that. Okay, let's go to let's finish the LA. So you were in LA. You're like your family's not getting younger. So you moved back. Like you were like you know I'm moving. Yeah, back. yeah. Um, cause I remember you had a birthday party in LA, but I was I wasn't out there. Um, okay. So like the mental health. Like, birthday parties. I, yeah, I, I'm not a big birthday person. Um, how do I? Feel I just like I getting everybody together. You know it is mean? no, it's good. Honestly, this is like this. Is if you, be, if, oh, go ahead. <laughs> if you throw something just cause, like if I'm like, yeah, pull up to the house, we're cooking, 
I'll see you next time. It's my birthday, bro. Come on. It's like, damn. Okay, so it's about it's about guilt. It's about guilt. I feel you. Yeah, uh, for about sure about guilt. About guilt. Bring your ass. No, honestly, this is going to be me being vulnerable, but like, I think that like, I've always been such an ambitious person that like my birthdays, I'm just like, oh, like I haven't, like, I think about what I have, which is like stupid because like, if I think about what I have accomplished, like, you know, writing for Blackish, I was like, you know, I was like 23 writing for like a hit show, you know, writing for The Simpsons. Like, these are, these are like dope things, but like, I, Every like birthdays, I just come. I'm like, oh, like I haven't, you know, like I was just like, I haven't done like what, what, what have I not accomplished, you know? But you're right. Mm. I think that you know that's probably the, not the best way to look at it. But okay, but birthdays, so- like, like if I can say something, like if 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 everything I have done today does not like if if everything I've done before today has struck and go, and people love me, and for some reason tomorrow. I just cannot do it. Like none of the shit works. People stop supporting me. Like I've I've exceeded any expectation of where I come from. You know what I mean? Like right. if we yeah. track back the history of my last name, like the lineage, like I care so much about lineage. Like my grandma, her pride and joy as a child was that in Alabama, where the Har- like the Harmons are from, the Abernathys are from, oh. is that. They had. They were the only house with running water. Y'all not they related the to the only Abernathy's house, like, only block like Ralph with running Abernathy, water. Right? Wait, y'all not related to like the like Ralph Abernathy, like the the civil rights dude, are you? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, well, every, every I'm not doing. Really I'm not doing twenty three and me. I couldn't tell you. Oh, bro. Okay, I have a thing about. I'm like, I don't know why any white person ever does twenty three and me because I feel like it's always just like, oh, like I'm like. Like on the like the, the benefit is that you find out that you're like eleven percent Irish. The downside is like yeah, your yeah. uncle, your uncle who like killed a bunch of like people at truck stops in like the nineteen seventies <laughs> that gets caught. Like they're always like I don't know if you ever follow it, but they're they're always solving because now they have genetic genealogy. They can like they can if they have your DNA from a crime scene, like if someone from your family has uploaded, they basically they can they basically use the genetic uh twenty three like these websites. I don't know if it's twenty three and me specifically because some of them have different laws and rights, but. They use these websites to like track back, like oh, like the killer is the great great grand. Like they'll see where the killer's um, family tree intersects, and they'll figure out okay, it must be the son of like you know, it must be descended from this person. Okay, this person has three sons. Okay, th- it couldn't have been these two. Like they'll they're they're solving all these cases. Like I guess people be like oh well, if one of my uncles killed a bunch of innocent women, like innocent people, then I want them to go to prison. Which that's that's true, but it's just kind of funny that like like imagine that, like you just you're just like yo, I want to find out if I'm. You know, half Irish. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, you you're half Irish, but um, family apart. You know, <laughs> uh, so it turns out Grandpa Luke was actually the the the, the you know the the East Riverside Strangler, um, and he's going like, like, I'm like, that's kind of like that's a lot to that's a lot to deal with. Like, like I wouldn't want to like, I would be happy, but I feel like, damn, like, like is you know he did what he did. But maybe he maybe he stopped killing in the seventies. Like maybe it was it was just a rough decade, and like he yeah, he's not killing anymore. And like now, all because I wanted to figure out if I was like five percent Irish or if I was really like or Italian. like six, yeah, like, you know, or six. Yeah, it's like oh well, I don't know. I just it, it it's, it's just it's just heavy, man. I'm just like yeah, like 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 some dude is just like imagine if you're one of those people who kill people in the eighties. Like you're just waiting for that knock one day. Just like you know, my niece, my, my niece uploaded uploaded to Jed Match. And now it's just, it's just a wrap for me. Like it's over for me. <laughs> like I'm just not like I'm finished. Like, like damn, you know, I might have killed three people in the '80s, but I've been a good citizen ever since then. And now it's just. Did you ever watch Dateline NBC? Bro, do, bro, I I live on Dateline. Like I don't, I don't watch really. I only watch comedies. I only watch dramas. 
like I just I watch true crime. I, I, I'm a true crime snob. I only watch Dateline and Forensic Files, and they start really making Forensic Files. So like, I, 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 that's that's what I do. Like when I say I, I, I'll be at a, I'll go to a city and I won't leave the hotel. It's I'm, I'm watching Dateline. I'm listening to the Dateline podcast. I'm just because it's so like I love it because I feel like it's like every episode is kind of similar. Like you come for the murder, but you stay for the relationship, right? Like it's always yeah, like, how, why did this happen? Yeah, it, and it's always like this, it's like okay, like they look. It really makes me think like. It, it shows you how much you just don't know what's going on in people's lives, and you can get some mental health stuff too. But like, like it'll be like, oh, you know, Janet and Bob like were you know the perfect couple, and like then Bob gets killed, and it's like, wow, they were the perfect couple. It's like, oh well, actually, they were six months behind their mortgage, and Bob was having an affair, and their kid, it wasn't really Bob's. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like. Janet was sleeping with the, you know, with the, with the milk. Well, no one has milkman anymore, but you know, like Janet was sleeping <laughs> with her boss and like, it, like it's, it's just so, like, you just really never know. Like Dateline is just like, and I feel like it's, you know, there's no higher stakes than life and death. So it's every episode is about a murder pretty much. So yeah, I, I, you watch, are you, are you watch Dateline? Are you a Dateline? I have a fellow Dateline head. Okay. You like Keith Morrison. You like, um, you know, Lester Holt. Okay. You're a real. I, cause I, I, I grew up watching that with like my parents. Yeah, so it's, it's just kind of like, yeah, I always wonder if like I got true crime from my parents. Like my dad would always be watching American Justice with like Bill Curtis, and like he'd be watching the first forty eight. I remember I watched the first forty eight, and like yeah, I used to watch the first forty eight all the time. Oh my god, I'd be like fourteen. Oh yeah, Detective Caroline Mason, she don't miss. Like she 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 had the people shaking. Like they, she come with the, the coldest gangsters. She just come in there and they'd be like, all right, it was. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, it was, it was Steve O. Bobo. It was little Derek, <laughs> but you know, like it was Ladarius. Like, like they, I think they have, they might have a Detroit. Like, they might. Shoot, I don't know if they should. They definitely have New Orleans, Miami. They for sure may have a Detroit. I think yeah, they, I do, they might. Like, any, anytime a show has an episode about us, like everybody tunes in because that's oh, yeah. rarely yeah. Like, if it's we had a bad girls D- Detroit or like a real love about uh, what is it, love hip hop Detroit? Oh my god. I hate loving hip hop. The other day I was like, I don't really watch it, but I was like, what? there was a clip, there's like a four minute clip that was on um on Twitter that was floating around. I was like, it was like Safari and Erica Mena. Like they were talking about it was like a, a reunion. I was like, man, like I was like, I kinda yeah, understand. Yeah, she was talking about how he don't take care of her and shit. Yeah, I was like, you know, I kinda I kind of understand racism now. Like if this was if this is my introduction to black people, I would hate them too. Like <laughs> Hey, that's so that's terrible. Fucking funny. Because uh, I, I say, say that's so shit terrible. All the time. I say that shit all the time. If I wasn't black, I would I wouldn't fuck with niggas either. <laughs> if oh, no, I don't okay. know no black people and I'm just watching it, hell no. Nah. Fuck okay. no. You know, you know what's funny? I I, I low-key stole that joke because there was a tweet. I don't know. Actually, he played for the Pistons, but he played for the Clippers after. I think it was um or not Reggie. Reggie, oh, Reggie. My. Not Reggie. Was it Reggie, Bullock. uh not, was it is his last name Bullock? The one with the goggles. Oh, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, yeah. He's played for OKC too. No, no, yeah, yeah. Reggie Jackson. Okay, yeah. So Ross saw a tweet and someone was like, yo, if every black person looked like Reggie Jackson, I would understand racism. And I was like, oh my, like, you could you couldn't even say Tony Snell or something. Like, <laughs> but Reggie Jackson is be looking crazy. I've never seen that man with a haircut. Oh, people also say he, he fucking man, yeah. Reggie Jackson be looking nuts. My God. <laughs> People, people say he looks like a uh, Bobby Schmurda too. I, I, I get it. Like, um, yeah, he's Bobby yeah. Schmurda, just him with a haircut. I feel you. Oh, okay, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's uh, that's, I thought you were about to say. I thought you might be like, yo, that's like, that's really messed up. That's I'm glad, I'm glad you said that joke was funny because I thought you were about to be like, yo, that's really messed up. Man. Oh no, I'm a dark humor guy, bro. So that Simpsons dude that I told you 
that dude Joel Cohen. He was a dark humor guy. He would just say certain things. It would just be like, you know, like it would just be, you know, he he'd be like, oh, that was a, he'd be like, oh, like, that was a good joke for you. I mean, you know, I mean, very low bar, you know, very low bar, <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> like little, just like little things. But um, all right, so so you know, you, you talk about how you would jump like you know the Golden Gate Bridge. I, I that's so one thing I feel like you're like the whole mental health thing. Like you're very vulnerable. Like I feel like black men are just not very vulnerable. Like even myself, like I'm just like I have, I don't know if you heard of We're Not Really Strangers. Like my friend had this card game called yeah. We're Not Really Strangers. It yeah, like yeah, took over. And I remember, so she's a model, and then her friends like is this it really Kylan? Gorgeous, uh, is Ko- Kareem, Kylan? Kareem, Kareem, yeah, Kareem. Yeah, so Kareem's like this model, and then like uh, her friend Iman's like she's not a model, but she's like you know beautiful. And I mean, actually, you can be beautiful and not be a model. But I'm just she's very beautiful. So like they would like be doing like. They'll, they'll be, you know, they spent years and years grinding. Like, they'll be at Soho House in LA, which is like this members club, which has like a lot of older dudes. It's like this kind of like fancy members club. And they'll I'll be, be like, at Soho House, man. You guys playing yeah. me. I know. You know I, mean? I, like, you know, I used to be a member, you know, Jody Smith. Shout out Jody Smith. She was uh, Queen Sugar. She, she like locked me in like early, early in my, you know, LA tenure. But like, you know, they'll be walking around. Like, she would do these events where she would have people play the game. And if, for people who are unfamiliar, we're not always really changing. It's a card game. But like, what you do is like, Basically, it's like three levels. And like you draw questions, and the questions just get increasingly per- like, un- like at least for me, uncomfortably personal. Like increasingly personal and like deep and like really, you know, like, like uh, you know, whatever. You could you could Google and like look at the questions, but they're very like. I know we're not really strangers. I'll yeah, just I'm, let I, you get this off because I, I know other people listening to us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I follow you know, them and everything. I, I fuck okay, with the whole yeah. shit. They just so dropped me, the. They just dropped the sex one. Oh, exactly. So okay, so let me See, let me tell you like. So I'm so I'm so unvulnerable. Like she, so she would have these these nights, and she would have at Soul House have people come and play it, and she would do these events. And first of all, I just like and like I'll go to this to support, but I'll never participate because I'm like I'm not going to talk to a stranger about my feelings. Like I'm what I, what I like to talk, talk to a stranger about my feelings, you know. And then like I would support her, but it was almost like your homie who can't rap, but you just support him anyway. Like I was like this, like I was like first of all, how's the game? There's no score. There's no like there's no <laughs> winner or loser. How's it's, it's a card game? What? And then like. I'm like, also like, I'm like, the only reason people are even like messing with this because y'all are hot. Like y'all are two beautiful women walking around Soho House that has a whole bunch of older, older dudes, you know, Hollywood, older dudes, younger women. Or, I mean, not just Hollywood, just the world. And I was yeah. like, if, if if two beautiful women walk up to me and start asking me a bunch of questions about myself, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, like, yes, please keep going. <laughs> so I was just, I was just support. But I thought I was like, oh, this little cute thing that she's doing. Like, you know, it's, it's hey, she wants to start a business. Like, hey, like, you know, she'll, I want say she'll grow out of it. And then obviously where I was trying just blew up, you know, millions of followers. They're in, they're in like target. Like the game is sold in target. Like it's a legitimate gigantic business. And I, I gotta, I'll have her on at some point, but like, you know, like I think that like, I'm just so far from being vulnerable that I could never really, I just couldn't grasp that Like people would want to like sit with strangers, even with people that they know and like ask these questions and get to know each other. But like you're very vulnerable. I feel like black man. Like, I think that's why when Kobe died, like I'm the type of person who like, I'm like, I don't understand why people cry when celebrities die. When Kobe died, I cry like a baby. Like I was, I fell down to my knees, like I like I I was bawling, like I was I was weeping, like I was like ugly crying, and I feel like it, it was like in that whole week you saw like Shaq cry, you saw all these black men, like you, I mean M- Jordan, Michael Jordan cried at the at the memorial, like and so like it's so unusual for black men to be vulnerable. So I wonder like how is it like how are you able to be so open and vulnerable about like your mental health and all these like all these you know these like your struggles and like your ups and downs and just like your, your, your mental health in general. Cause that's a big part of your brand. Well, like I, I would say it starts with like me having a very like good relationship with my mom. Like I would say that the, the harder things for me to, to learn now are 
like balancing masculinity. Like, like I would shy away from my aggression because I thought aggression only was like anger and cussing somebody out and yelling versus aggression or like even uh, uh, something on the same uh, spectrum of that word, but not as far off as like being assertive. You know what I mean? Like I may not have been assertive when I needed to because I I didn't know how to do that because I didn't have a good relationship with my dad at a point in time. Um, but you know, women are naturally more vulnerable and more uh, communicative of their feelings and 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 being able to like elaborate on those things and like the things that they feel internally. But and to other women, right? I feel like man, it's like like we don't. Other men, like, we kind of talk about, yo, you saw LeBron last night. Oh, yeah, we like, saying yeah. bullshit. Yeah, like, Harden's trash. Like, it's, like, I feel like so much of our relationship, like, I low-key have a theory that part of the reason that, like, Kobe hit us so hard, like, black men, is, like, so many of our relationship and relationship building is just rooted in, like, sports and hoops. And it's just, like, yo, oh, like, you saw the game last night, you watched the game together, you you know, you make fun of, you know, let's say the Pistons are trash, I, I make fun of, yo, you know, the Pistons lost last night, you make fun of me because the Rockets lost, and it's, like, you know, it's not real. Like, it's great, but it's not real. Like, women will talk. I mean, I, I want to make broad stroke no, generalizations. They like, do. Women it's not even about, like, women really get to the fucking nitty gritty of the shit. Yeah, like what they're really going through. Like, what they're, like, what's really bothering them. Like, what's got them up, what's got them down, what's got them unhappy, who hurt them. Like, you know, because, man, we don't want to, you know, like, <laughs> there's this hilarious tweet. I wish I could credit the person, but people, like, there's a tweet that was like, you know, like, guys will be like, oh, like, after break, they're like, yo, I, they're like, yo, I, I still beat. It's like, my nigga, you are in immense pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, man, you know, yeah, whatever, man, still beat. It's like, my, my guy, you, you're, you're, you're deeply unhappy. <laughs> like, you know, like, you're, you're incredibly sad right now. It's okay. Yeah, I say like, I grew up around men because like I got three older brothers. I got my father. My mom was like the monarch of the house like we all respected her but i just had that i'm the youngest so i always had that type bond with her but like as far as verbalizing it on social media it was like i found out social i found out about social media like eighth grade because instagram you know what i mean and then ninth grade like i told you is when nobody in my house was listening to me so i was on tumblr yeah i mean that's the place where it's everybody talking and I'm like, shit, I got all these feelings inside me. Like, I naturally was, like I said, I was a writer. I was writing poetry already. I was talking. You're like, like, you're like a young Tupac. Tupac was very, like, <laughs> people forget, like, Tupac was very, like, I'm not going to even say effeminate because that's going to sound like I'm dissing him when I, I love him. He's like, one of my, he's like, I feel like my two idols in life growing up, Tupac was like my first real idol. And then Kobe was like my second real idol. I like Drake a lot. He was never an idol, though. And now it's weird because, like, we, I'm not going to say we, like, know each other, but, like, I've been around and we've talked. We've, you know, we texted before, like, it's not, you know, but, like, I'll say those are, like, my one, like, the first two men, like, Tupac's death couldn't really hit me, I was so young, but Kobe's death, death hit me, but, like, yeah, like, you know, that, that, um, yeah, but go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, but I get what you're saying, he had a good duality of masculinity and femininity. Yeah, yeah, he could really, like, he was a poet, he was an actor, he was, like, you know, he was a real, like, you know, he could really tap into his, like, he was mass, like, he was always performing masculinity. You know what I mean? You could tell if you go yeah. back and watch his early interviews, like him and him dancing with Jada and like him and Jada having this super, you know, best friendship and like, you know, like, but he was, you know, he was all, and like just being this poet, this dude who loved like, you know, 
Starry Night by Van Gogh and you know stuff like that, where it's like he was, you know, he 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 was, um, you know, like he had those two sides. I feel like when you talk, it, it reminds me of that like you, you're this poet, but like it's like the yin and yang, right, of like being a man but also being like yeah, really sensitive, yeah. like being really. There's sensitive. no way to exist as an as an individual without having like as a woman. Your job is to learn how to like master and balance out your masculinity as a man. Is your responsibility is to learn how to like master and learn your femininity, and so like. I, I know that now, you know what I mean? But at the time, I was just a, a angst, like, high school student. Nobody talked to in my household, so I was just putting out the things that I normally would write down in a journal or put in my notes. I was putting it on social media. And so I, I already stripped myself from that, like, fear of just sharing things with complete strangers. But then it was easier because it was, like, once I shared with like my like once my family found out that I was like self harming and stuff, it, it it was real. How they found I out? Have to look at them after this conversation, and they know something about me now. Versus like social media, I can tweet anything and delete the shit, and I'm well, never how, gonna run in. What are you about to say? I was gonna say? How did they find out? That's a very because I feel like I mean I I, I knew someone who self harmed. It's like they're areas to do it and like what you know i mean if, if assuming it's cutting like there are ways to do it where i feel like people get kind of good at it right over time it's like they, oh they yeah i definitely would. if i didn't say anything they would never notice i shared oh, wow. it with my mom because my mom was at a very low point because like i said like ninth grade um my parents were talking about getting divorced so my dad like was a very large chunk of the financial winner you know what i mean right. and I remember being in her room and she was like in the shower, but she was in like, my place was the bathroom because you can lock the door. Nobody's going to question you being in the bathroom. And so uh, I just knew the signs of what I would do. And I'm like, she in there too long. So I knock on the door and she responded maybe as a third knock, like the third like set of knocks. And I'm, I'm just, my mind just started worrying. So I tried to open the door and it was locked and she had no reason to lock the door because there's a door to their room. There's a door to the bathroom. Why would I? Why would anybody be in her room? You know what I mean. And so uh, when I, she finally let me in, she's like on the floor, like crying, and like I, un, I empathized with what she was going through, and I didn't want her to go through what I was going through, and like that being my escape. So I shared it with her, and her being a mother, she wanted to like help. So like maybe like a day or two later, I walk in the house, everybody in the living room, and I'm like, fuck. Oh wow. So you 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 told you told me you wouldn't tell anybody like you op. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. You know what I mean? And it was like, I guess just as I started, like, you know, because I was making vines and stuff. Like, you know, the opposite of comedy is tragedy, and so like, the 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 greatest comedians and like the greatest like comedic actors. You know, you think Robin Williams and such. Like the people, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. Yeah, you know, they 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 go through shit. Like what? you gotta go through shit to fu- like like it's naturally like a, a response to trauma is humor. You yeah, know what what I mean? people and people. It's funny people are always surprised when comedians are like depressed or have you know mental health issues. Or I mean, maybe less so after Robin Williams, but it's like comedy is often a coping mechanism. Like, I had somebody tell me, and I don't know how true this is, but like someone's like, "Yo, if you notice, like a lot of TV writers um, are like kind of short and fat or like tall and lanky. And it's like people who are basically like like who don't fit in, like people who kind of are just like you know like." Just stand out a little bit, you know, and I think that yeah. like, um, yeah, like there's like like comedy, like laughing is often a, a coping mechanism, right? And it's like it's a great one, but it can be like if you laugh at everything, you start to kind of get a little bit numb to things, and then you can't, you know. It, it, it yeah, I was telling a friend, much. I was telling a friend, I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't like being around people when I'm going through stuff. Not because like it makes it worse. I was like, but like. I I don't know how to not smile when something's wow. wrong. That's very that's very that's very profound. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm like and I'm trying. I feel like I've gotten better over the past like year or two. But I'm the type of person who like I'll be going through something and like I won't tell even the people closest to me. Like they'll be like, "Wait, you like you know?" It could be like <laughs> something crazy, and it's like I won't even tell. You know, but I also think I think it's because like there's a I went I did this on um, one of those. You know, what's your, I think it's like, what's your attachment style things recently? So I was talking to like some girl, like a friend, and she's like, oh, like do this quiz. And I was like fearful avoidant, which I guess is like, you're, it's almost like a fear of abandonment, right? It's like, oh, like if I be, if I start telling you what I'm going through and I get used to you being there for me, what's going to happen when you're not, right? Yeah. Like, and then, you know, which I think it's like, you, if you approach everything like that, then it's like, you're never gonna, you're just, you're just gonna carry stuff by yourself. Yeah. And it's just gonna like pile on, pile on. It's tough. Like, like, what are your thoughts on therapy? Uh, I just recently got into therapy. I need to get back into it. Um, I was being consistent with it, and then like, I, I experienced like three, I, like two of my uncles passed in like consecutive weeks, and I just was mourning, and I just didn't, I couldn't get back. Like, like for me to get back up, I just like needed to shut out everything, and so I well, just like. Yeah deleted everything i like wasn't on my phone i was just at home was and that so, this like, year now, or like, was that recently or uh maybe like a month ago oh I man, i'm say. sorry to hear that i'm sorry to hear that um yeah like not not an exact month so like not october 30th but probably like the beginning like the first two weeks of october uh my like one of my uncles he passed he he would pass from like older age um and then another one of my uncles passed from lung cancer uh, and they were both on different sides of the family, but I love there. I, I I think therapy. Like I know people like you just pay somebody listening to you talk, and it's like yeah, See, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm- like yeah. Someone is talking to you, and they have professional like understanding of what you may be going through, so they can they can give you advice. They can tell okay. you like, See, what you say? Uh, no, it's my. I'm not. I, I feel like I'm not. Okay, I'm not necessarily the person who's like yo. You're just paying somebody to listen to. You, but like, I feel like, so I've had limited, I've, I've, I've done it a couple of times. I have very limited, I'm already talking like it's a drug. Like, I've, yeah, I've done it. I've done it. You know, I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I've experimented with it, but I've, I've had, you know, a couple of times and I feel like my beef with it, not that I have, like, first of all, I, I had a tweet that went kind of not super viral, but I was like, yo, there's nothing therapy can do for you that like a good game of, of pickup hoops can't. Cause like, I'll, you know, when I hoop, like I have a rule this year that like, yeah. Recently, I'm like, yeah, I won't turn on a hoop session. Like, I, I hoop like on Sunday. Like, I go to the gym like every day, but I hoop. It's like a hoop session in the gym near me, like on Sunday morning and like Saturday, Saturday and Sunday morning. I, I go like, it's freeing. You know, you're you're having fun. You're connecting with people. You're talking to people. And like, you know, even like recently, there's been a, a lot of uh, there's like this week in the New York Times and like the New Washington Post. There's been these articles about how like Americans are spending more time, more alone time than ever. Like it's really accelerated the past few years, you know, between the pandemic, working from home, just screens, you know, the rise of streaming, uh, the rise of smartphones, like people are just like alone more than ever. And like men, especially just like not forming close relationships. So I look at like basketball, it's like, oh, I can like, you know, be around, you know, and like I, I tweet as a joke about the, oh, there's nothing therapy can do for you that hooping can't. But I, like, I like, you know, like getting your, your heart rate flowing, like your blood flow and all that stuff. And then people were like, it's funny, like, people were like, there are a lot of people agreeing, but then a lot of people being like, yo, this is why this is why niggas always, you know, like this is, this is you know, niggas always say that, you know, this is what's wrong with y'all. Basically, y'all think 
you know, y'all, y'all, y'all not in therapy, y'all over here hooping, like y'all going, y'all be at the gym fighting each other. And there actually was a fight at the gym recently. <laughs> but, you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like in my experience with it, I feel like, I don't know if I watched too many movies growing up or like too many like TV shows. I always think that therapy is like, they tell you like, okay, like, well, the reason you feel this way is like, is because, you know, your mom forgot to pick you up from daycare when you were five years old. And like, that's what you, you know, that's why, like they tell you why you feel the, like why something, they, I feel like they, I thought they tell you the why, or they also like kind of give you like solutions, right? I'm a very solution oriented person. Like, okay, like it's kind of like how people would be like, you know, like there's always these tweets about how like, you know, a woman would be like, oh, you know, I'm talking to my boyfriend. He jumps straight to the solution when sometimes I, I, I just want to vent. Like I'm not, you know, but like, I'm a very solution oriented person. Yeah. I don't like so standing on like, problem too long. Yeah. So I feel like in my experiences, and maybe I just had the wrong ones, but it's like, it's just me saying what's going on, what I'm going, you know, what's going on, but like never like, oh, well, okay, this is why you you exhibit this sort of behavior or this, you know, or like, well, next time you feel, next time you want to do this, do that instead. Or like, you know, take 15 deep, like, it's just, it's just like, okay, I just talked to this dude for, for this dude or this woman for, you know, 45 minutes and just expressed, you know, what I was going through, but there was no sort of like, okay, well, this is what you should do next time. This is what you should do differently. This is why. And like, it's like, I could have just talked to any, a, a friend, but then I, I do think that like, you're right. Like, Talking to friends, first of all, if you're constantly unloading on friends, like you, you, you don't like they they have their own stuff going through too. They're also like biased because they know you. So I, I understand why it's more valuable than talking to friends because like friends can like uh, they can abandon well they can abandon you and also they can like um they can just kind of get tired of it, right? It's like damn, like again, you know, like, like yeah. again. So I, like I, I agree with that, but I just I I feel like I I wish there was and I want to get a therapist on here at some point, but it's like. I wish there was like a more kind of solution oriented where it's like, okay, like therapy, but like the first, okay, the first 20 minutes, we're going to talk about your problems, but the next 20, we're going to talk about like what you got, like how you can like, even if it's something basic, like, okay, like, you know, next time you're, you're feeling this way or next time you're about to do something that like you, you probably will end up regretting. Like you should, here's what you should do. Um, you know, that's like my, like my, not anti-therapy, but like my like therapy rant. I feel like, like, Cause I can't like I'm I'm an advocate for therapy as a person that I've only been to therapy three different times, not like three different sessions, but like three different points in my life. And the first time was family therapy with my like parents when they were like talking about divorce and shit. And it was like the therapist asking me how is what they're doing and how they're arguing and fighting affecting me, and trying to get them to see it, and as well as like them trying to like mend their relationship. Right. The second time was in L.A. Uh, I want to say like uh, COVID happened 2020. I want to say 2018. And I had a black uh, woman therapist and she completely changed like the way I view my relationship with my father. Like, like oh, wow. just about one suggestion, you know what I mean? And like, but it like the way I view therapy is like going to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, like I have been going to the gym now for three months and now I'm seeing the results. Like that first mm, week I okay. felt sore. Like I felt like I went to the gym, but it was like, uh, if I stop right now, I'm not, I'm going to be like, fuck the gym, gym hopes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like, uh, and I understand that's what you're saying. Cause I get to like the, the, the solution oriented things. Cause like it's been times where like I went in there with a problem and wanting a solution and they didn't give me that, but I left out with like, at least a little bit light, like a little bit lighter. But it's like, if you only have an hour or hour and 30 minutes of conversation with a person who do not know you, it's going to take like two months for them to even understand who you are, your traumas. 
the things you enjoy. You know what I mean? Like it got to the point like where I was going to her so consistently, like three months, four months, where when I was here, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I got a problem today. It was like, well, how was your day today? And I'm like, man, chilling. You know what I mean? This happened, this happened. That's good. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? And then that's, if I didn't hear nobody say stay proud of me today or this week for something I did that was really important to me, like I got that from that as well. Like It wasn't always just like the bad, you know what I mean? It was like once I formed that relationship with them and they understood me and I felt comfortable and they felt like comfortable enough to, you know what I mean? Because as a, as a professional, they don't want to like give you advice and they don't know you yet. Because they might give you advice that is a one-off. Like, you like, yeah, I made this impulsive decision. They can't write you off as an impulsive person yet. You know what I mean? Like, they got to really see if this is a problem you have or if this is a moment. You know what I mean? Like, my therapist was asking me questions to make sure that I wasn't uh, bipolar. You know what I mean? And he like, well, you have, like, impulsive behaviors, but do these impulsive behaviors come as a consequence of your depression? And I'm like, no. When I'm depressed, I'm, No. And he's like, okay. You know what I mean? And then later he's like, I only asked you to any of this so I could further understand like how you handle situations so I could further understand like your mind. But uh yeah, therapy therapy be helping me just because like uh I would say as well, I don't feel like a lot of people around me get me. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I also have survivor's guilt, you know what I mean? Like what did you, do did I you lose look a lot of like? People, did you lose a lot of people growing up, like people, people who didn't make it to where you where you made it, basically. Yeah, like make it to where I made it, um, or just like that sense of like, what do I look like complaining to my brother, uh, like when I was like twenty or you know, when I was like twenty, and I'm like, yeah, like man, I just don't know, like the business is growing, and like I, I'm scared to fail, and he in jail. You know what I mean? Like you feel like you don't even have a right to say those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to say it to him, this person that I feel it about or I feel it towards, but I can just say it to my therapist and they can reassure me that I'm valid for feeling those feelings because two of these things can exist at the same time. Uh, but it'd be hard for me true. to talk to my friends about my problems because I know what they're going through and it just feels like my problems don't really have the yeah. same value. You know what I mean? Well, it, it's funny. I read, there's this guy, Ezra Koenig. He's the lead singer of this band, Vampire Weekend. I he this, he this, yeah, I love Ezra. Okay, cool. I, I feel like I'm one of those weird people. Like, my music take is so, it's so eclectic that I'm like, I got to explain like, okay, this random artist. But he had this yeah, I think he, I think he wrote or he he did something uh, that show with Jaden Smith on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He co- he, he co-wrote. He, was, yeah, he was co-wrote, co-produced. Yeah, yeah. You know, Yoki, he was definitely part, a big part of that. Um, I think yeah, he was definitely like very heavily involved. Um, but yeah, he had, a, he had a yeah. I haven't watched it yet, honestly. Um, also, like I like I don't really watch a lot of comedies because I like either like as a writer. I don't know if you do this as a as a as a binder as like as a creative in general. But like I'll watch it, but through the lens of like oh, like this line was ADR, yeah. which is, like that's ADR is when you like you like they they redo the line in the studio and like you'll be on the back of the actor's head for like twenty seconds and like they didn't say that on set, that, you know, or like to the audience, you probably know you would know what ADR is, but like. Or I'll watch something like, oh, like, man, that joke could have been 5% better. Or like, yeah, I'll because, watch- because, because you are a part of the production of it and you know what that looks like, you kind of get very critical. Yeah, yeah, I just watch it. Or like, sometimes straight up, I'll be like jealous. I'll be like, oh, like, this person, like, I, I should, like, I remember like insecure. I felt like, yo, like, I mean, because after, like, after Blackish, I had basically like a season and a half where I wasn't really, like, I, I was selling pilots. Like, I sold a couple pilots, but I wasn't on the show. I remember thinking, like, yo, like, insecure, that's like a layup. Like, I'm like a black millennial living in Los Angeles. You know, dating a little bit, like, did like, 
how like yo I should I should be on insecure <laughs> like I should be I should be writing for insecure um so I like so if I watch it I'll be like I mean less so for insecure honestly but like that's just an example but like I'll be like a little like salty um no I get yeah, that, that for sure especially when like people from the internet get on TV I'm like man like yeah come on, what's up I'm, yeah, as I'm, well, I feel like I'm good enough. Goddamn, what I'm doing yeah. wrong? You know what I mean? Like, I get that for sure. Actually, help. I get both, the both of those things that you said for why you don't watch things. I get both yeah. Sure. Also, so Ezra actually created Neo Yokio. He, he wrote and created it. Oh, I, I helped the internet do get on TV. Um, well, he. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say like, he did it himself, but King Kiron. We were doing a, a barbershop episode of Blackish, and Kenya was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I don't really like a lot of these skip people." Like Kenya Barris, you know, creator of Blackish. He's like, "I don't really like a lot of these skip people, but like, I like Kiron. Like, he's funny. You know, he was doing all those skits on Instagram." Like we, we I, I was like, oh, I could, I'll, I'll try again because we're both from Houston. And I remember like he didn't have like an agent. I had, like hit him up through Instagram, like through like mutual friends. But yeah, like you know, it's rare. Like I feel like internet people kind of get pigeonholed. Like like Batch has made the leap. The internet, it's like what you're saying about Vine. Like Batch has made the leap. Like a lot of internet people kind of just get pigeonholed. My favorite is Melvin Gray. Yeah, like a lot of people just get kind of pigeonholed. Where it's like how you come up. It reminds me of, like women who don't do OnlyFans because they're like, oh, I want to be taken seriously as an actor. Or as an actress, like I'm not gonna do OnlyFans because like it's gonna like you know f- for the long game, it's like a little unfair like in both cases. But yeah, I mean, so you also built a brand around like the the mental health thing, like the you matter, and like how like like I'm so there's a dude who um this is dude named K Money. He's like a I, I like mess around a little bit with with the whole uh, crypto NFT world a little bit. This dude named like uh, K Money. He's like a he's like a he basically makes like the equivalent of like vines and sketches and YouTube like for about crypto. And like he's, but he's also very vocal and public about like suffering, like self harm. Like he'll tweet about like you know what he's going through, self harm, depression. And he had a, a thread recently where it was like he was like, you know, I know people are gonna say I'm doing this for, I'm just doing this for attention. Or like, like how do you deal with people kind of like, especially because you built a brand too, where like people would be like, oh, like I remember I saw a tweet that was like, oh, like like you were you were like it was like a video of you at a party that he's like someone's like yo they're like bro we having the time of his life with all depression money and I'm like bro like I was like I noticed it bro you know like like <laughs> like he's not like he didn't say that the, the hoodie's gonna cure your depression like you know what I mean like like but there I feel like people feel like so it's weird like people feel like certain people shouldn't be successful almost like it's yeah like, you know it's weird I, like if if I can be honest like you can, that's been bro, one you of can. the things that affects my mental health the most like just from well, us try not us. to let it i mean it try not like because the internet people just people are just haters like people like i think no, that, like, no, most definitely. and that, that's that's are, the thing i'm trying to understand but like from literally from 14 like you got you got to think when i got on social media it was for the need of community to be seen and validation i was sharing like the things i couldn't share at home and vine happened so that was just six seconds of my life and six seconds of my thoughts and then i got on twitter and i was sharing the same vines on twitter and then i was sharing my thoughts and then i was sharing the things i was going through and then there's a encouragement you know what i mean because like i'm un- i understand how things work like uh you build things people like being a part of building it because it's funner for them to tear it down and so yeah. like when i first made the brand it got so much positive like and reassurance like we love this we need this because for me like why i made it i already like used clothing as a muse like as a not as a muse as a medium uh to get out like the things i was like feeling at that time not even just mental health but if i had a lot of pride in the city of detroit i would make like i told you i taught myself photoshop and, like illustrated very young so i started a clothing brand before i ever did anything of in like of influence stature like i i only started making like YouTube videos and stuff and trying to really do it is because 
I sent certain influencers my clothing as a like eighth grader, and oh, they wow. never posted it. They never shouted it out. And, I and was, was it fuck. was it still called was it still called You Matter back then? No, it didn't become you. I think the first name was like the Golden Life Clothing or like Dope Society or something like that. Like back in that era of like New York Tumblr and shit. Like when dope was still a word, and <laughs> I was like, if I if if I if I sent this to these people and I spent maybe $80 out of my bank account as an eighth grader, ninth grader, and they, all they do is have followers and that's what I need, then I'll just do it myself. Like, that's when I started. I already was doing it, but I was like, I'll just take it serious now. And... Yo, that's a very, like, smart way. I I don't think I would have ever thought about that as, like, an eighth grader. Like, wait, like... I'm paying money to give these people things for free just because they have followers. Why don't I just get followers? Like that's a very yeah, like, yeah. Sort of logical. I definitely have way. always had a, a business mindset. Um, but yeah, so like when I, I always have been a person that do that for like the ideas I have. So when I did You Matter, it was uh, senior year. I want to say the summer of senior year. I wrote like the things that are on the sleeves. I, I wrote that like for myself, like on a sticky note for myself as like a positive affirmation. Cause like, I, 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 I don't think I need to fake and be like, you're so strong right now. Like ignoring anything you're going through. Like I can say like, I am not okay right now, but like, I, I also can recognize that like tomorrow is another day. Like I, I, I will be better. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I acknowledge that I've been through these things. And so I want to say probably from the start of you matter, everything's good. And just as things started to keep going good and keep going good, it's always going to be people in the background like LeBron, like 90% of the world like, LeBron is a great basketball player. And niggas like, fuck LeBron. I don't fucking like him. Beyonce is amazing. Fuck Beyonce. And so like- Drake gets it bad too. I I think about like like, people just, it's just like, they just enjoy, like there's a certain level of joy. And like- I like I like playfully hate LeBron because I'm a big James Harden fan and like but like not like not really like I like like I can appreciate that man as you know what that man has done but I feel like there are people who just like like they just enjoy hating success you know they just enjoy like there's a joy in it that's kind of like weird and it's also like with the you man like I feel like you know I'm sure like I'm sure you've been online like no like you've been online enough long enough to know that not to let stuff get to you but like. I don't understand those like and first of all those comments are, few, are like not the, the majority right I don't understand a comment like that if like you were faking this like if you really never self-harmed or you just you just made this rant to capitalize like yo I'm a yo people people really be depressed out here like let me make some like but you really like you really it's your story like you've really gone through it but yeah I think you know I, I would have like I, I brought that up because I just feel like I wonder how that affects you because I feel like you know like it's weird how strangers talking about us online can Cause like then we could just like it's like that what Tyler the Creator said on that tweet like oh what's online bullying you just, just log out yeah just log out it's like if they're not really impacting your real life but like sometimes like the like you could just see something in the wrong like you could just catch you on the wrong day or the wrong moment and it just like yeah because like like uh like say there's this there, like there's a group like there's a there's a pocket of Twitter that like believes I'm transphobic and I was having a I was having a horrible day and um. This was like when I was like I was adventuring out for you matter of like who we can help represent and like share links and like do things like that for because I we already like have people that deal with mental health but that's not just that's a that's a blanket that's an umbrella black people deal with mental health people in the LGBT 
Q community deal with mental health. You know what I mean? Uh, as an immigrant, you may deal with mental health issues because your parents and the pressure they put on you. So how can we help represent this? And so I made pride flags. And, you know, I'm like, I think I'm like 20 at the time. I can't even legally drink. Like the ideas I have are just like very uh, idealistic. That They're not always grounded in reality. So I'm like, yeah, like I, I hate that during Pride Month, these brands, these large corporations would be like, fuck it, throw a flag on it and, and, and sell it for $30 and we donating 10%. I'm like, I'm going to do these flags. They cost us $15 to make. You know what I mean? We did Pride Flags. So it cost $15 to make. And we're going to charge you $15. We're not going to make any money. We're just trying to help you guys have something to represent you guys. And looking back, I could have been like, yeah, we're charging 20 We're going to make five off of it. We're going to donate 100%. Because we've done that like now. Like during the riots and things like that, we donated 100% to like different bail reliefs. And that was that's the hindsight of it. But I just kept getting hate. Like hate and hate, like oh, like you're profiting oh, you making, from it. Yeah, they're like you making all this fucking money from from the pride, and you can't even donate nowhere. And I'm like, I'm not making any money. So the first response, like, I'm not making any money. I said it in the first post, like it's fifteen dollars to make. We charge you fifteen dollars. If you take fifteen for fifteen, there's no money. And then maybe like the third day, I'm having the worst fucking day ever. Like I think I was I was shooting Pistons something on digital, huh? So the Pistons lost. No, <laughs> I was shooting some of all Def digital. We shot like all day in like fucking 90 degrees, like weather, like sun beaming. You know what I mean? Like some July yeah. weather. It's probably 100 degrees. I, I, and I'm, I'm interviewing somebody who's like an athlete trainer. So he's walking me through the, the, the training that he does with athletes. And I'm fucking sweating on a football field. You know what I mean? Like I'm hot as fuck. I get in the car. And somebody was like, yeah, like my friend. DM Demetrius Harmon about why, like where he could donate and why he doesn't donate and things like that. And like he, his response was this. And it was, it was like appearing like I blocked the person. And I'm like, you can't, like you, you cannot block someone from DMing you. You only can block them and now they can DM you. But my DMs, because I was so like sociable and I wanted to be like reachable and approachable, were open to the public. It wasn't like only people I follow can DM me. Or like it wasn't like the, my DM requests are, are off now on Twitter, but I had turned them off whenever I was like dealing with too much. I just turned them off, so I wasn't receiving yeah. a lot. Of DMs. Um, I, I I recently opened my Twitter uh, DMs. I, I've been hanging out in the crypto Twitter and stuff, and I thought I was going to get like you know like maybe because I've I've gotten like random like being on Twitter Spaces like little jobs and just little things too like helping people through with crypto stuff, and I just been getting spam, just bots, <laughs> just yeah, just just all, nothing but you know bots. I mean? That's all it is now. Like people yeah, used to just, hit me like. Yeah, like, I, yeah. yo, like, I'm going through this, like, my mom, my dad, and I'll, I'll as long as I can respond, I'll respond. Uh, but so yeah, I told him it was so much, and I was also trying to stay focused because I was, like, trying to get a job, like, because they wanted me to be, like, an interviewer for, like, a 10-episode series. Oh. And that they was mad at me. They're like, yeah, we just don't think you're in it. Like, we don't think you care. And, like, no, I'm just naturally, like, like they wanted Skip Meach. They didn't want, like, who I am when I'm talking. You know what I mean? Like. I was interviewing this guy and he like, yeah, like this dude, this kid I was training, like, like I was trying to save him, like make him care about this. And like, he like stopped coming to training. And he like got shot. Like he went back to life and got shot and he started crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm not going to fucking slap happy telling jokes. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want to connect with this human as well as tell the story of what they do. And so I got on Twitter. I was like, yeah, you like, you can't fucking block people from DMing you. Like, 
Yeah, it's it's what the you fuck can't are you talking about you can't engage like there's certain like I respect certain people they just don't ang- like because there are people who just I'm not saying those people but there are people there are people who when I say those people I mean the people in that specific situation um but like uh, like whoever was DMing you but like or, or angry at you but I feel like there's certain people like communities where like they just enjoy being angry you know like it just, it, there's a certain power and thrill and like if you just don't engage they will move on to the next thing to be angry about. You know, they'll they'll find the next sort of like they it's it's outrage in search of a target and it's just like yeah, the more you engage you like you they, you get to be their target that day and so sometimes it's like yo I'm just not like I'm just not gonna engage like there's not like there's no it's like there's no upside you're like, you're, like no one's gonna there's be nothing like, oh, okay. good that's gonna come from it's like oh, oh he had a wow you did you read his response oh like he had a very thought oh yeah 15 minus 15 oh that 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 is zero you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's never, it's never, it's, it, it never, it never fixes the problem. And because so I respond goal, to that. Yeah, the goal, the goal isn't to be to a solution. The goal is to be upset. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I responded to that, and like, I'm pissed. I'm in the back of the Uber. Like, I'm, I'm just pissed. I'm fed up with everybody because this is going on the third day. You know what I mean? Hope like, it, I hope it wasn't an Uber pool because you know it was back. It was an Uber oh, pool. Fuck no. Uh, fuck no. Fuck <laughs> no. Right, hey, I, I Uber pulled it a couple times. Like I was because not like. Just, it was just so cheap. <laughs> like was, when I'm in that I car, I need to be by myself. You know what I mean? I need to lay out. And so uh, I think somebody else responded, and uh, they their pronouns are they them. I didn't I didn't miss uh, gender them, but I just said shut the hell up. That's all I said. I just said shut the fuck up. And I'm upset. Like I said, like you know what I mean? Like everything we've talked about, like me and you in this this conversation. It lets you know like how normal I see myself as well as like where I come from. Like I'm talking to yeah, you. I'm it's like, not, I don't it's not malice. Yeah, it's not malice. Yeah. And I'm not I like like somebody I I tweeted, I was like, after I said shut the fuck up to them, I said, y'all, like, like I, I recognized that I sent a hundred thousand, some I sent a million people that follow me that support me and think this person it means harm to me to attack them. You know what I mean? Regardless, they regardless they were malicious to me. They 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 sent hate to me. All I did was take that hate, put mine on it, and throw it back at them. And it's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. So I, I deleted the tweets, and I was like, uh, like we gotta remember that like behind all the social media shit, like it's real people. That wasn't yeah, just like them, me saying that to them. That was like me saying that to me too. And I also said I was like, also like behind all this social media shit, like I'm just a nigga from Detroit, like. Like that's all Joy I Road and like, whatever, whatever Joy Road and something. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I, I don't do this like internet shenanigan shit. Like, I'm not going back and forth with y'all. Like, it wasn't like hey, I'm a nigga from Detroit. Like, I right, get you killed. Like, you know what I mean? But like, that's where it got taken. Was like, oh, like the narrative was like, yeah, he just threatened uh, um someone that's trans. And I'm like, I never saw it though, because I deleted my Twitter. That's that's literally when that's the day I deleted my Twitter. And I bawled my eyes out like on the floor. I had a panic attack. Enzo come in my room, I'm having a panic attack. And I hit up uh Kalani at that time. Cause she they they start going to therapy recently. And around that time, and they're like, yeah, like one female, casual, black female uh, therapist, yada yada. And I'm like, straight. So I hit them and I'm like, can you send me the, the contact? And that's literally when I start going to therapy, like that next day. And I deleted Twitter probably for like the rest of the month. When I got back on Twitter, I didn't see none of that. You know what I mean? So I could one, I couldn't clear my name. 
but also because I went away, like whenever like somebody gets silent, people are like, yeah, he, he did that shit. You know what I mean? And so like anytime there's been like shit about me now, it's always like the dumbest shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so I never really take, it never really fucked me up for real, especially because I'm surrounded by so many people that know my heart and care and like actually know me. Like these are fucking strangers with an anime avatar. You know what I mean? But it always be like, man, it be the most ridiculous shit. Like, like you said, you saw me course eye. I'm like, yeah, I was. I mean, I know the people at the Pistons, so they just give me tickets. It's like, hey, yeah. man, he blowing y'all shit. He going crazy with y'all money. And I'm like, the seven dollars I spent on these nachos, that's it. That's all I paid for. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I saw that tweet. I was like, it was funny. It was it was like a funny tweet. But I'm like, bro, it's come it on, should bro. be like, funny because like, bro, somebody <laughs> called me a black bastard. That's not. That's not very funny. That's not now. Cause I posted oh. like the factory where everything get made at, and they're like, "Yeah, he got sweatshop." I'm like, "Nigga, it's like a fucking lounge over here. We got fucking foosball and shit. Like a yeah, sweatshop. A- Do you know what a sweatshop is?" Yeah, it's not like you in freaking China. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, also, speaking of man, let me tell you how my first time when I was courtside because we had these we had these Clippers courtside tickets uh, through the Simpsons. I looked the this is the brokest courtside thing ever. I was I was making a lot of money too, but I don't know why I was being so cheap. I was looking at the menu. I was like, man, this stuff looks good. And, the, and I was like, man, but I don't like these prices. And the person was like, oh, no, it's all free. Like, the prices are there, but it's actually like you, you get it free if you sit in this section. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah, get the nachos. Yeah. I'm going to get the burger. <laughs> like, cause I, was like I, was, I was like, man, this, I was like, this looks good. But, man, these prices, it's not even, the prices weren't even crazy. It was probably like, you know, $16 for like a burger, like, you know, 15 for some nachos. It was, it was like more than what you would pay for it, but it was more than what nuts, you would want to pay for it. But it was just like, I remember being like, I'm over here sitting in courtside over here looking like, man, I don't know, probably want to spend $16 on a burger. And the, the, the person, oh, no, it's, it's actually free. The price is just there. You know, those are for other people. I was like, oh, all right. Man, well, and that's we, the thing. Like, don't nobody know get, that. <laughs> I was like, let me get, I'm gonna get, I was like, let me get a, let me get a couple of them nachos. Let me get about two of them burgers. Because <laughs> um, at the Pistons, uh, we got a thing called like the Motor City Club. And like, you walk downstairs, you walk through a thing, they check you, they give you an armband. And then you get through and it's all this food. And it's just fucking free, and I'm like, yeah. Oh. At halftime, at, at halftime with the Clippers, if you see if you sit in those courtside seats, there's like a halftime like lounge express. And they got so they got a nice, oh, they got a nice spread. Um, they got a nice <laughs> spread. Yeah, they got a nice spread. So, okay, so what are you like? What are you working on now? It's so like, all right, we got we went through the whole, you know, what are you working on now? Like, what's the what's the next? Like, you know, I, I mean, it seems like your main focus, not focus, but like your main sort of business is. Um, the is you matter, right? And then you, it's like you just do skits, like when you, when you, when you and Angelo feel moved, basically. Yeah, like we're probably gonna make some skits because he's coming back home. Like I live in Detroit. Well, you know I live in Detroit. Um, he's coming he's, back he's home in LA. In LA. Okay, yeah, he's still living in LA. Will you um, go back, or you just like nah? Like I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, I go the all fan. the time, okay. like all the fucking time. I was just there. I think the last time I was there was September. Uh, but I don't fucking know, man. That's, that's I, one I, thing I, about I, LA. It's LA is always gonna be there. Like I feel like there are times I feel like I'm like there are times I've always felt like I'm missing out. Like oh, like I'm just like this is going on. That but LA is especially now with remote stuff. Like everything's remote. Yeah. Like like LA shut down so hard in the pandemic. Like it's always gonna that's, be there. So that's, that's when cool. I decided to move. Yeah. Like once I saw that I didn't necessarily need to be here. Like if I was stuck in where I'm at, can I see my grandma? Can I see my mother? Can I see these people? I was like, oh, I fucking, I can't. <laughs> so I was like, all right, that that determined my decision. Yeah. But uh, so, as far as working on anything, I don't, man, I don't know. Like uh, my idol, my, I never told you my idol when you talk about your idols. 
my idol is Donald Glover. And he's legendary. We were talking. I was congratulating him on like uh, Atlanta and just like telling him like what it means to me and shit like that. And he was randomly was like, have you ever thought about writing? And I'm like, yeah. You know, Sasha, no, I'm like, I just Malia. have no idea how, like, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the pipeline from, from social media to possibly actor or social media to possibly like runway host, like mean, red carpet host is like, it, it's a little bit more clear, but like, because I like I have no structure, like because I didn't go to college and things like that, I have no idea how none of that shit. Bro, I'm, like, I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm, I'm mad at you because I mean I'm not Donald Glover, but if you want to write, you could ask me. <laughs> you could ask I me. Fu- I don't know. fucking know, and that's the thing too. Like I I don't like um I just like having relationships with people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean, what's that like? Like I don't like when I moved to LA. Like I, I, I I'm when I, once I start putting these out, people are gonna be like, yo, you say this every episode. Like when I moved to LA, I was like. So, cause like I was, I lived in Nigeria since I was like six. So like people like Pac, Puffy, um, Snoop, they're like idols. Like when you live in Africa, these are like, you know, first of all, anything America is like, oh my goodness. And then, you know, the rappers, that's like next level. And then like, you know, being in Houston, like no, no shade to Slim Thug, like being in Houston, like the, the most coolest thing that might happen is like, oh, I saw Slim Thug at the, at the Galleria. That's like our big mall. Like, oh, well, I, saw Slim, I saw Slim Thug at the Galleria. Like maybe you I know see- everything about Houston because okay, my right. first three roommates were from Arlington, Texas. Okay, yeah. So it might be like, oh, you know, I saw Steve Francis at the Galleria versus like LA. It's like, oh, like, and it's like if you start working in entertainment, you start like, like you know, working on Blackish. I'm seeing Tracy. I mean, it's that is different because you're working with them, but like I'm seeing, you know, Tracy, Ellis Ross, and Anthony Anderson, Lawrence Fishburne every day. Or not, I mean, Lawrence wasn't every day, but you know, or like um just just you know, like when I started, there's this dude. I don't know if you know him, Kwame. I, I'm I might get him on the podcast. He's crazy. He just like was one of those dudes in LA who just knew everybody. Like he like like Puffy, Bieber, Drake, Chris Brown, like just he, Travis, everybody. So like I'll, I was hanging out with him a lot, and I was like, so being around like these people who are like, it's like you walk into a room and like your entire Apple like playlist is there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you walk into a room like your entire like. Oh, like this is like oh, we're going to Puffy's house. Like, like it's like oh, this is this is Puff Daddy. Like this this, this is the guy who like this is the guy who is like a a, a hip hop. Not it's not as far as rapping and stuff, but like it's in the like a like a legend, right? And it's like yo, we're just this is just normal, you know. Or even like Drake, like Drake was the soundtrack to my college, right? So to me, like me and him, like sitting here talking, and he, and me, I remember one time I was like, because I think like I, you know how you try to get somebody a frame of reference. You're like, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm so and so's. You know, I'm I'm so and so like just so they rem- remember who you are. And he's like, bro, mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was talking to Drake at like the nice guy or something. And I was like, oh, I was like, we were talking. I was like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm you know, I'm so and so's like homie or so and so. He's like, bro, I know. He's like, I know. Like, I'm just like, that's like crazy to me. It's like, how is that? Like, you know, like Kalani, uh, K is it K K? Yeah, Kalani, Kalani. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm over here like, <laughs> but her, um, Donald Glover. Like, I, I feel like you link with. I feel like I saw that you link with Big Sean and like I was like you being a staple from Detroit, like, like you're saying so many people make it out. I'm sure every Detroit artist probably like, if they don't know you, like, you know, they know of you. Like, what, what's that like? Like what's, you know, like basically your idols, like where you can just hit your idols directly. Like for me, it's nuts. You know what I mean? But like, I just care about people. You know what I mean? Like, like these are idols to me because they help me shape. Like, like Donald Lover has a song called glory uh and the, the last 
and on on like two of his mixtapes, and he 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 says in one of his songs like, "I want to call my dad crying, but I hang up because I don't want him to worry. He got his own shit." And like hearing that in like eighth grade, I'm like, "What?" And like in eighth grade, like being because I used to want to be a chef, I used to want to be a, a doctor, like I wanted to be a practical jobs, and like seeing him be an actor. Cause I saw, I watched Community and seeing him be that and like I've oh, never, okay, I, I have to like, watch Community. I never watched Community. Community's fucking it. great. I heard I've heard it's really but you good. Watch I shows. Watch it. But uh, I was very particular about seeing him rap. Cause like well, you know like MTV used to just randomly play music videos and like uh, Heartbeat came on and it was like Childish Gambino. I'm like, no, that's fucking Donald Lover. I know who that is. Well, also singing like, oh, rap he doesn't have to be one thing for the rest of his life. And like rap, that also, opened up my mind. And also seeing him be like not just rap, but like at first kind of like oh like a gimmicky rapper sort of. But then like oh he's like a like he's getting taken seriously as a as a real rapper. Like you know this is America, yeah. um you know um just just his whole like he like or it's like he because like, you know, people can like rap, but then it's like kind of like they're not really taking like taken seriously at it. But he's actually you know being taken seriously as a rapper. Like yeah, every like, time I, he's hit a milestone, like. When this is America came out, I'm like, I've been telling y'all about him this whole fucking time. Bro, and when you know, Redbone came out, like, I'm thinking about how he used to sound as a singer, like, when I was in eighth grade. I'm like, bro, he's nuts. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm his biggest fan. And the first time I met him, it's because we got connected through, like, other people, like, mutual people. And he like, yeah, like, like how's the hoodies doing? Like, how's the brand? Like, I really love that tan and red hoodie. And I'm like, he like, I'm a really big fan. Like, it's written on my whiteboard. Dude, I have a random selfie with him because he came to Harvard. So these like Harvard has frats, but no one really joins them. So they have these things called final clubs. It's like secret society. You know, it's what it's like. It's like a frat, but at Harvard. And he came and like he had a show in Boston and he ended up at Harvard somehow. Actually, he probably ended up there because low key, because so many TV writers are from Harvard, like 30 Rock, like half of 30 Rock, half the you know, SNL, Simpsons, maybe. And he like performed like some random Harvard final club. Um I won't say the name because it's like I'm trying to keep a G. It's on some top secret, you know, some top secret heart, you know. But um, no, uh, but but yeah. So I remember that. But um, yeah, no, it's dope that he can like that. That's one thing I love. Like you can you can kind of do everything nowadays. Um, yeah, that's, and then, that's that's fucking nuts. Because you know, it used yeah. to be before like you don't want to be a jack of all trades. You know what I mean? Because you're a master of none. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like he like I remember him like yeah. I might not make music anymore for a while. Like I might not. This might be my last album. I just feel like things need endings. You know what I mean? I'm like, hmm, that's fair enough. Well, oh, I was gonna say, you know, you should, you should. I'm sure you could reach out to her. Um, Malia Obama works with. I don't know if she still works with him, but like, like Malia. Um, I know she at one point was working with with with, the, with him. I don't know if it was on Atlanta, but she was. Nigga, working did with you him. just tell me to reach out to Malia Obama? Bro, you know Kaylani. You, you know, fucking crazy, yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm, you, she probably watched your vibe, bro. First of all, you're I feel nuts. Like, bro, <laughs> you're you can, nuts. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, bro, it's not that hard. It's not that. Hard. First of all, you can just. I'm sure uh, uh, Don Glover can hook y'all up. But um, like she, I feel like it's. I remember last time I was in like, I feel like the the, the Obamas being in LA is like a thing. Like people are like, yo, I was at the, I was at some party. I got saw them at some party, and like people that's like people know where they live. I, it, you know, it's like funny. Like I feel like people are like yo, like the Obama. Like, it's, it's like um. When the Olsen twins like take a city in like those old movies, like you know, like yeah. like, like, like uh, Mary Kate and Ashley, like <laughs> Paris, it's like Malia and Sasha are in, are in L.A. Because, <laughs> but um, no, that's hilarious. But uh, bro, you could you could you done you done a lot of you got you have four million uh Vine followers at, at, when you were eighteen. You could you could. You could it's you not know, fucking happening. I'm not fucking drawing. I'm not bro, getting in contact but, with Malia. Yeah, it, 
I'm we gonna watch. I'm gonna post this clip, and she's gonna like DM you and be like, "Oh yeah, I love I love Meech." Also, the last topic as we wrap it up, I I want to transition to this this long term. It's like a dating podcast. I feel like dating is just such a a great topic. It's evergreen. What's like what's dating like? Like as a you know as a like the only day. I remember I was talking to somebody about like an actor, and I was I asked him actually Jackson Pace. He was there the night. Uh, that, I fucking uh, love Jackson. I love I love Jackson. He, he's my he, he might be my only. No, I've interviewed another white person. Um, <laughs> but um, he's I love him. He's great. I love Homeland. Um but I asked him if like, you know, if he ever if there's ever that worry that like, oh, like this person I'm talking to only likes me. Like they don't like me for me. They like me because I am, you know, this actor or whatever. He's like, yeah, he only dates people in the industry, so he wouldn't know. Um, but like what what's your like dating experiences like? I've only dated regular women. Oh, like, so you're so the opposite of Jackson. Huh? Well, I see you're the opposite of Jackson, but if that's a concern, but like, wouldn't it be more of a, like, if they're regular, they might put you more on a pedestal, like, as like, oh, like I'm dating this buying Instagram. Yeah, but I, I guess it was just like, like, it's not a concern now, uh, but I guess like as I was younger, it was just a thing of like, I wasn't outside, you know what I mean? So I was just dating like people like mutual friends like you know what i mean like i would get introduced to them and like kickbacks and shit like that like i never carry myself like no i need to be dating like an actor too you know i need to be dating you know what i mean like because i also want like i really like the ability to like okay i mean this to the world like let me take this cape off let me put these lashes on i'm clark kent hey you know what i mean like and i could just have my normal life and like i can i can still be normal Oh my, bro! You know what you just reminded me of? So, Quavo and back when Quavo and Saweetie were dating, there was this like profile of them, and Quavo was like, you know, when I'm with her, I'm not Quavo. I give her Quavius. <laughs> 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 I remember I tweeted, I was like, I was like, fellas, you got to give her Quavius. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it is really like like giving like being able to be your like full self with somebody like is a very rare thing where you feel like oh like they like. They're not judging you. Like, they're not, like, you're just, like, y'all have your own thing that's just, like, separate from everything else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, I don't know. It just, it always, like, that's always how I've been. But, like, now it definitely is, like, I, I like the feeling of, like, this is just us. Like, when, when I, when I, when we're in each other's presence, like, if it's just us two and we're not belonging to the world, you're not who you are to the world, you're your entirety. And I'm my entirety. Like I still gonna say my jokes. I'm still gonna be funny, and I'm still gonna be who the fuck I am to the world. But it, the world just sees maybe two percent of me. You get all of me. Yeah, humor. Humor does mean. Yeah, humor means a lot to me too. As far as like, like I, I joke. And I don't joke, but I'm like the three things I really two things I look for in somebody is like obviously like attraction, like that they're really pretty, but but also like that they're funny. I guess the third thing is that they're smart. But I really feel like it's hard to be funny and not smart. Like I feel like you know even like just like the like even just watching like the like y'all skits it's like I'm like this like a, like this is this is a, these are, this is smart like a like somebody who wasn't smart couldn't have thought of like yo what was it like the first time somebody milked a cow like yeah imagine like yo imagine like Isaac and you know his son and like Jesus but like as us you know like just you know even just like the God character like like it's like I, I think humor is like super. I mean, basically, I, I work like I'm a you know I work in comedy. Or I'm a TV writer, but like humor has always been like like somebody getting my sense of humor and like me like them like us being us being able to make each other laugh 
is in such like a crucial thing to me in any relationship. Like no, even friendships. Definitely. Like even friends. I remember like all my friends are fucking hilarious. Like, I remember like when I when I moved to LA, like I had all these sort of like really it's gonna sound like I'm gassing myself up, but I just had all these like really like, like Kareem, like the we're not really strangers, like just like model, like attractive friends. And part of it was because like, you know, if you're going out like to these places, like you can't walk, you can't show up to, you know, insert person's name here house with a whole bunch of dudes. Like in LA, it's just not going to fly. Like, but like also like, I think people would be like, oh, like, would be like, look at me, like, oh, he has all these hot girls around him, like, because they're hot. But like, yo, they were all like, I mean, they are and were all just like, like fun, like just dope people who are like really funny, like really like, like just funny and like refreshing people. Um, but yeah, man, this has been really good. I'm glad we got to talk. It's been a long time. Even like with Jackson, like Jackson and I hadn't talked basically since, you know, since that time. We kept in touch over just like dry Houston. He's a, he's a Rockets fan for some reason. But um, oh, <laughs> tell people, where, yeah, I don't, he, he like grew up in Dallas. It's like, why are you a Rockets fan? But hey, we, we both bond that. We, we bond over that super hard. We, we're both like gigantic James Harden fans. Like we both like just cape for James Harden super hard. Um, I was a Rockets was, fan for a short amount of time when when uh, Tracy McGrady was there. Oh uh, yeah, he was called. I like, like I, Raffer Austin, Tracy McGrady, Mike James. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, you, you said Mike Gattier. James. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I do the whole the whole depth yeah. chart. Ray I do the whole depth. Yeah, you all right, man? I'm because I, I thought you were capping for a little bit, but you you threw a Mike James. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a real. I didn't even I'm say not, y'all mean that. You got to give it to me for that. I didn't even think oh, of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you were like, yo, I'm, I'm like in the trenches with the Rockets. Like, I'm talking, I'm talking about y'all seventh man. Like, I'm talking about, a, I'm talking about the dude that comes off the bench and gives you about 18 minutes. He might, he might give you, like, he might average eight and a half with like three rebounds and like two assists. Like, you're like, yeah, yo, I'm, uh, I'm giving, uh, I'm, I'm giving you y'all Tony Snell. Like, you know, yeah, because like, Tracy Trace McGrady was my favorite player. Like, I had, yeah, he I was, he was max everything. Yeah, he was so cool. Well, tell people where they could find you, even though you have like a million billion followers, but. Uh, everywhere, you just gotta type in Demetrius Harmon on Google and whatever exactly. you, oh, you, you did. Rebrand, you did rebrand from me. That was like a, 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 a reawakening for you. I felt like you were like, Yo, I'm not, I'm not like this. Is like, I'm I'm grown now. It reminds me of like, like when I'll be watching First 48, when my dad would be watching it. I used to think 17 year olds were so old, like, I'll be 14 and be like, The suspect is 17. I'm like, Damn, like, because they're, they're catching bodies, like, this 17 year old. And like, then you turn 16, you're like, Wait, and you turn 17, you're like, Wait, like, these people are killing. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, right. bro, that's, yeah. Anyway, man, I, this has been good. We, we're gonna do a, some. I've been recording wait like so many, but we're gonna have to do a part two at one point. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm really glad we got to do this. I Thank appreciate you. the Thank time, me, man. man. This might be the first episode, okay. Yeah, no, this I've been like trying to play around with the. You know, I've written a recording kind of a bunch, and it's gonna release them like one by one. But this, this. This one, this might be the most elite one, man. I, but then I got to follow it up. I feel like you, you know, said that to everybody. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm gonna send you all the files, but I don't say that to nobody. I'll be like, I'll be like, yo, like, well, this was really bad. I'm like, you know, this, <laughs> you just, uh, you just really, you're just a really dry person. Um, not sure why I invited you on here. Um, no, I, I don't say that to everybody, but all right, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, all right, take brother, care, I man. You. Thank you. All right, I don't later. Know how to end Happy holidays. Oh, oh yeah. Happy